Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. Welcome to the Hideout Mixtape. This is Darone, bringing you the first mixtape of the Hideout. Got a bunch of great segments planned for you. UFO Phil is calling in. Let's go ahead and get right into this first segment. You're listening to the Hideout Mixtape. This is the Hideout Mixtape. On, on Real Radio. On, on Real Radio. 104.1. We're going to have a guy on in just a second. My name is Phil.com, okay? Um, but first, I want, I want to do so, because some of these interviews, they never end up going the way I thought. And I just said, let's play a little game with some of yeah. these guys. So have you ever have you seen the MTV show Boiling Point? I've heard about it. All right, on Boiling Point, what happens is they um, basically go out in everyday situations and try to annoy people. And there's a little meter that's running for time, like five minutes, seven minutes, whatever. So if the person, uh, one of them that I saw was somebody was taking, I guess, a carriage ride through New York mm-hmm. or in Central Park. And it was him and his chick. And apparently either the horse kept farting or the guy who was, you know, steering the horse in the carriage kept farting just this insane amount of times. And if the guy, if they did not get out of the carriage after, let's say, seven minutes, they ended up winning like a hundred bucks, two hundred bucks, whatever. You know, they ended up winning some sort of cash prize. So I figured, let's do that with an interview. Most of the interviews, most of you guys have heard in the hideout. We're going to fart? Well, you know what? I'm going to say this. Dubs, I like to let you free and do your thing. I have been told numerous times what people enjoy is when you... Take your microphone out of, uh, you push a little button in the microphone where the guest can't hear you, and you basically talk trash to the guest, and they can't hear it. Well, I'm trying to conduct a serious interview. And I thought, why not let them hear this? Okay. So it's now a competition between the two of us. The name of this game is called Eat It or Beat It. And that is what we are playing with the guest. Five-minute clock. All right? I am going to try to conduct a normal interview um, with my name is phil.com. Mm-hmm. It is my job to keep them on the phone for five minutes. All right. Asking them about the website, what it is they do, all that kind of stuff. J dubs, it is your job to annoy the guest or piss the guest off as much as possible so that they, I, so that they hang up and end the interview before five minutes. So will they either eat it and finish the interview, or will they just beat it and hang up the phone? Now, are they willing to eat their pride, eat the whole thing up, in the fact that they got to get their plugs in, they want to push their website, they want to do all this stuff? Or, like you said, do they have some sort of self-respect for themselves in the fact that they're going to hang up and they're not going to take the abuse? So Bateman, get my name, get, I guess get Phil, 
from, on the phone from mynameisphil.com. Dubs, as soon as we begin the interview, yeah, you Start have five. Clock. You have five minutes. Okay. And um, do you want to enlist help from callers? Um, if they want to call in and help, I'll out. tell you what I'll do. If callers want to help you in the last minute, I will take a phone call. Okay. At most, we can get in two phone calls in okay. a one-minute span between the four-minute four mark and the five-minute mark. All right? So I believe Phil is getting on the phone. And I am going to the website right now. My name is Phil.com. And Phil is on the phone. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Phil is on the phone. J-Dubs? Yes. Start the clock. Phil! How you doing, man? I'm doing fine. How are you? All right. Are you real? What? Phil, are, are you a real person? Am I a real person? Are you a real retard? All right. Hold on. Let's set all this up. My name is Phil.com is the name of the website. And tell me about your website and what it is that you have up there. Well, do you know the password? Zaxxon? What's... How did you know the password? I'm on the website and I see a word that I don't look that it doesn't look familiar to me. I see it's Zaxxon. Zaxxon is the password. Yes. What what does the oh. password do? Well, the password. Asson. Zaxxon. Zaxxon, because the bad aliens would never utter the name of Zaxxon. So that, the fact that you can say it um, will allow me to trust you. All right. So now, what are the bad aliens? What's this whole thing with your parents and aliens? My parents and aliens? Right. Um, and, no, I don't want to talk about my parents, but I'm... Do they have sex with you? Do your parents I, have sex with you? No, I want to talk about um, Zaxxon. I don't care about that. I don't no, want to know about Zaxxon. I want to hear about Zaxxon and no, your parents. No, Zaxxon sounds boring. What happened to the alien sex? No, Zaxxon is a good alien. He's helping us to do battle against... The bad aliens, there's three of them, Rognus, Rognus 2, and Rognus 4, and they have red isn't, skin. Isn't that something from Transformers, you retard? No, why are you saying that I'm a retard? Dubs, That's... why would you call him a retard? His... Why, why are you so obsessed with aliens? Well, because I have been I visited by Zaxxon um, four separate times, and um, he would like me to spread the word of, of Zaxxon. Two minutes left, two minutes left. To I'm gonna win. Um, now, Jake. All right, hold on. All right, hold on a second. We're talking to Are Phil. You familiar with Hefe Zaxxon? Hefe Zaxxon. Hefe Zaxxon, the good alien. You are out of your mind. I, I'm Hefe, dude. What are you talking about? Mm, you're not Zaxxon. All right, hold on a second. Right. Jake, you're in the hideout. Yo, they've been playing way too many video games. That was a video game way back in the day. Zaxxon's a video game, Phil. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. Transformers. It was a video game. What? This? Yeah, they're messing up the head. You're, something's wrong with you, Phil. Who, there's nothing wrong yes, with your voice. Has, What's wrong no, with your voice? Zaxxon has communicated to many people. In, in the 80s, he had a, a very large presence, but he has been around since 1450 A.D. By presence, uh, do you mean penis? Now, the person who made the I video thought, game, I, was, I thought you were trying to keep him. I can't. I can't. Are you kidding me? You want me to try to hold back and be nice to Phil? Uh, Phil, I love your music video. Yeah. Thank you. Did it's, you watch it or did you just... I'm looking at it right now. Look at this. It's oh. very flaming. Look, you know actually what he looks like? He looks like he looks like Maynard. Oh, no. Somebody... I pulled out my cable cord. 
Oh, yeah, you can't be wiggling yeah, that thing around. I have trouble with my wires. I actually am talking to you. I don't want to hear about your sex life. What? Uh, who mm, who no. keeps having One minute, one minute. I blew some minute. because we were shooting the music video, and I'm talking to you in the dark, and I have to use a generator, so if you hear the, the noise of the generator kick on, I, I hear the. It's probably your vibrator, you mo. No, come on. No. Um, what about who keeps hijacking your website? What? Who keeps hijacking your website? Well, there's a couple of things. There's some Nigerian email scammers, and there's <laughs> and then there's the bad aliens, Rognus, Rognus. There's no bad aliens. Who's Rognus, Rognus? They are redskin aliens. They are Rognus, Rognus two and Rognus four. Red <laughs> redskin aliens. Yes. Hey, we're watching this guy's videos in the back, and he's no bad monkey. No, he's not Pet Monkey at all. Thank you for that. Wow, you are insane, He's a bro. bad impressionist. That's what he no, is. No, you got to see this kid. Look at this kid. How old are you, Phil? How old am I? Right. In this life? Shut up! Yes, in this God life. God damn it! How old are you? I'm 34 in this life. But that's not my soul age. That is the official right. age of I lost. my... Yes, I win! I lost. Uh, Sam, you're in the hideout. No, don't hang up on him. I want to keep talking to him. Hey, what's right. Retard, you sound like a midget. You sound like you're just short enough to uh, please me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Um, hello? Yes. W who was that? It was, an, it was an alien. It was Santar okay. Santar. Okay. Okay. Y you cannot have people on here unless they say the password because I'm telling you right now that the bad aliens will they'll pick up these transmissions. They can pick up these transmissions and they can they can hear this and then they'll try to infiltrate your phone lines and you need to get the password from everyone to call. All right, hold on a second. Let's see. If, let's see if Craig Coleman from the Craigman Coleman Show knows. Craig. Hey, how are you? What's up? I would like to punch this lame nerd right in the throat. Password. Password, please. You're a nerd, man. Eldar. It's lame. It's lame. Beat it. Then I want. What is that? Thank you, Craig Coleman. You're welcome, Tim. All right. Hold on a second. Let's talk to Zaxxon. Zaxxon, you're in the hideout. Zaxxon, this is Zaxxon. Bill, I'm going to kill you. I'm coming to get you, Zaxxon. Phil? That's, no, that's not even close. And Zaxxon, Bill, that, to I'm me, that is like someone who has never, ever heard Zaxxon. I heard of Zaxxon. Hold on. Phil, we got a special guest for you. Hello? I want you to say hello to Rambar Rambar. I am Rambar Rambar, Phil. Hi, Rambar. I want to eat your soul. What? I want to eat you. After Wait. I anal probe. Can you say the password? <laughs> I'm having a real hard time understanding you, and you're transmitting several frequencies. It sounds like four frequencies simultaneously. You need to try and narrow it down to two. He's saying he hates Zaxxon. Am I retired? Yes. Can you keep a secret? Phil. No. What do you do for a living, Phil? What do I do for a living? Yes. When, don't repeat it. Don't repeat the question. I, don't repeat the question. All right. No, I, don't need I had to hang up. His uncle also told him, can you keep a secret? Jesus Christ. All right. Who was that? Bateman, what was that? <laughs> My name is Phil.com. <laughs> Where'd you find that at? I don't even remember at this point. <laughs> Who is this retard? I don't know. I just hope he slays vampires and zombies also. Rather than calling it a 
best of segment. We call it a mixtape and uh, someone people attempt to drum up feelings of nostalgia. It's the Hideout Mixtape on Real Radio 104.1. Real Radio. All right, that was an unfair advantage for me. That's a guy who obviously ate it. By the way, I won yeah, the, he needed the attention. I won the first go round for the game, eat yeah. it or beat it. Uh, I kept him on the phone for longer than five minutes. Can you keep a secret? I'm bending over. All right, call <laughs> him. Call him back and tell him we just got a call. Go call him over there. Call him for four and say we just got a call from the FBI. Oh wait, can we do that though? Uh, hold on a second. Hold on. I don't know. If, hey, get in here. Hold on. Hold wait, on. wait. We'll just tell him we got a call from the authorities. All right. Yeah. Don't say the FBI. We don't want to impersonate. Although we weren't. Asking him if he's wearing his tinfoil helmet. Um. But no. Call to block him. out the signals to keep them from reading his mind. Bateman, call him in here. Call him back behind Dubs. Right. We want me to say. We just got a call from the authorities uh, about alien talk. And ask him and like you know tell him what did you say? What did you say? All right. Actually, let me look up what uh, area code this is, and then we'll say there's been. Activity in that state or something. Okay. Um, All right. All right. What'd you think? You eat it or beat it? I liked it. I think I, I would rather have a more normal person though. Yeah. You well, know, we, like an author or something. Well, we. Th- I'd rather do it with a serious person where I just you know. Yeah. Well, we figured. There's no reason to rip on him. Okay. Did you talk to Phil? No, I haven't had a chance yet. I was where is he calling? Where was he calling from? Washington State. Hey, did you see? And if anybody's gone to mynameisphil.com, if you look at this guy. He looks normal. No, he doesn't. I mean, he's got like a little knit hat on, and he and he's playing one of those little child. He's playing a kazoo. Yeah, but at the same time, he doesn't look. I want to know how he's able to afford a, a green screen when you look at it. Let it, me see him. If, if, <laughs> <laughs> look at this guy. It's normal. He's got a lemmy mole. On his face. All right, hold on a second. Oh, look, Phil's calling back. Phil. Hi. What Back's happened? On? What happened? Uh, Zach's on. I just had to say the password so you don't lose me. All right, we understand. I, no, I wanted to apologize. Right, look, you got to stop, like, what? breathing hard into the phone. That's not cool. Really what, do you, what do you mean? What's your deal? What? This can't be real. No, you, I'm not talking on a regular phone like the, the kind of phone that you would have. So the frequencies are a little bit different than yours. That might be what you're hearing. Are you... I told you to stop that! Okay. Now, are you using, like, a phone synthesizer or something? No. God damn you! (laughs) What's your problem, (laughs) Phil? No, I I thought we were going to talk about Zaxxon, and, um... um, I can't handle you. I I told you! (laughs) For the the love of Christ! Stop breathing into the phone like that. He says it's not him. He says he's going through some kind of different phone thing. No, that's yeah, BS. I, I have the wires, the blue and red wires, and they're hooked straight into the satellite. Hold are on. You, are you playing my song? Phil's uncle's in the hideout. Phil, I told you not to tell anyone about me. Why are, you, All right. why are you breathing in the phone like that? Why is he breathing in the phone like that? Right. Why were you? I feel uh, I, I feel I like we've been juiced. Like this guy is just some uh Alright, gravity ride says Phil scares him. Phil, were you Alright, you know what? This is why I hung up on you, because you're goddamn breathing into the phone. I can't handle this. Alright, can I just explain to you why the bad aliens are trying to infiltrate? Alright, fast, <laughs> ass white, fast. Go. 
because Rognus, Rognus 2, and Rognus 4 want to vaporize both of you and your producer, Tommy. They want to take you out of the equation and replace it with a Rognus, Rognus 2, and Rognus 4 program. They well, that means I get a this. job promotion now. Yeah, well, Tommy, tell them to enjoy the pay. Right. They That's... don't care about the pay. I'm... I think they already do a show on the station called The Bald Truth. All right, thank you. <laughs> you uh, understand? No, do you understand that the bad aliens want to take over the Earth? You know, like Kmart took over Sears? It's like that. <laughs> You're such an what I'm, what You're I'm the biggest a in the world. What okay, I'm uh, telling no. you is there will not be any blue light specials on this Earth. This is not, this is a serious issue. We're getting played so hard. I know we are. It's funny, though. <laughs> This is a smart guy. I knew it from the beginning. You can't put on a silly voice like that and pretend like you're a retard. Okay, do you understand that Zaxxon is working for I, I you? I appreciate that you're going with the best. <sighs> do, you, <laughs> do you understand that Zaxxon is working for you? He wants you to keep your show. What is Zaxxon? He's the only one. What's, and what are you doing, by the way, yeah, exactly. What are you doing on the website, on RadioHideout.com, asking for people of UFOs that were over D.C.? What's that about? I'm just trying to get some footage of that UFO that, um... There was no it, UFO over D.C. The one that nicked the top of the Washington Monument, did you see that You're one? You're an UFO. That was an old movie from the 50s. It came down from the Appalachians, and, um... UFO! <laughs> oh! UFO! Oh. <clears throat> All right, Phil, be... Zaxxon. Call us next week. You can be a regular show tard. Bunch of retards. <laughs> and why do they all congregate in the hideout? Seconds left in it. Alright, I want to finish it. They were chilling near my bedroom door. 
making plans for UFO war. Keep a secret. Bugman was there with his pretty head. Martians were clawing the foot of my bed. There were aliens all over the place. Someone sealed the borders before it's too late. Okay. So basically, the whole song is to run down Mexicans. Someone steal the borders before it's too late. Well, they are the they, they're probably the aliens cruising around in blue and gold vehicles. All right, you know what? All right. Let's, all right, we're taking a break. We're coming back. Jacob, the bug-headed man, cut a deal with the alien clan. They agreed to destroy the earth. I hope Bush. Welcome into the hideout. Oh, my head hurts. <laughs> From laughing at this guy. Well, he... He, right. he punked us. I love it. This is this is a song from Phil on MyNameIsPhil.com. That is the gayest can you keep... It's so funny. <laughs> Phil. Hello? All right, turn this down, Dubs. Phil, do us a favor. What? I want you to say, can you keep a secret? Why? Just say it. Zaxxon, say it. You have to ask me a question, and then when I go to answer, then if I need you to keep a secret, then I will say it. But I can't just turn it on like that. Uh, dude, I want to congratulate you. Turn it on. It's only words, my friend. I want to congratulate you on having the greatest Internet bit in the history of uh, the Internet. You're a genius. Since uh, Jesus.com, when he was selling his stuff. This is brilliant, dude, because there's no way. Are you selling a lot of stuff off the site? I saw you got a store on MyNameIsPhil.com. What I'm particularly interested in is the Zaxxon Junior Flea shorts. <laughs> or oh, maybe, the, uh, maybe the Zaxxon Infant Creeper. Yeah, those those are those are good quality things. I don't make any money though. I mean, I that's all for charity. I send everything to Zaxxon. All right, hold on a second. You got a call. Who is this online to? This is Deckion. That's De my D and D name. D and D Deckion. Yeah, Deckion. What's the password? Zaxxon. All right, good. Do you want to talk to Phil about something? Yeah, Phil. Do you remember when we were fighting Zaxxon in uh, D and D? And I almost killed him with some magic missiles, but I used a, a teleporter ring to get away. Wasn't that cool? That must have been before my time. I... No, not you were there last Saturday. Who is this? This Deckion. It's nerd. It's it's. Well, we're in nerd heaven right now. All right, Phil, I just wanted to get you back on the phone and congratulate you for having the greatest bit ever. And by the way, at the end of your song, how much longer do we have left in this Oh, movie? I just, uh... You restarted it? Yeah. What is it about sealing the borders? Why are you anti-Mexican? What's that about? No, 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 no. No, Mexicans are good. Mexicans are good. All right. What world are you living in? Hey, will you <laughs> stop? That's the third one this show. That's the third one this show. Please stop. All right, I've had enough of him. I couldn't. I can't. Get him back up. No, I've had enough of Phil and his bit. I can't believe he has stuff to sell. There's a ton of it. There's all this junk on there. All right. I do have to admit it's a hit. Yeah. I really liked it. Uh, Matt Albert hit it right on the head when he said, it sounds like a bad 
80s sitcom theme. You know what I mean? Like it's like you're expecting small wonder. Like you're expecting the family to come out and like smile and you know being goofy poses as if it were um what's his name? Um Alf or something. J Dub's cat, you're in the hideout. Meow, meow, meow. Who's Zaxxon? Meow, meow, meow. Zaxxon. Meow, meow. Zaxxon is some alien that had sex, I guess, with Phil. I'm not I'm not positive. Meow, meow, meow. Geek, meow, meow, Oddly enough, Phil is. Phil, I know you called back. We're finished with you for now. I need a... We'll get a hold of you again sometime. I need a Phil break, okay? Um. Zaxxon, oh! Zaxxon, out. Thank you for playing the game. And this cat is like in, uh, where is he? He's, He's in, in Washington. near Spokane, it looks like, from the area code. All right, and I'm on the website, and I'm fascinated. I don't know how Bateman finds this stuff. Bateman, where do you where do you get these guys? This is the this is the hideout website of the week. I thought it was good. Great. I think we should have the hideout uh, single of the week, and that should be the first one. All right, you know what? God damn, we should do a hideout compilation record. We should do a cage match. What's the other song we recently found? Uh, we have uh, that Retard Ball. Retard Ball, yeah. Do we want to put this up against Retard Ball or Sensitive Gay Lover? Sure. All right, hold on a second. Now it appears people want to play them all. <clears throat> What's going on with Cicada? Zaxxon, you're in the hideout on JFK. <laughs> I hate aliens. <laughs> Kids, you know, they're dirty and they're smelly. All right, thank you. Please find a new bit. Find a new bit, Matt. It's so terrible. All right. All right. Are you ready to cage match this? All right, here we go. Time for you to choose the Hideout Cage Match winner. It's My Name is Phil with Bad Aliens or Beer Soft and Stool with Retard Ball. You choose, your vote counts. In the hideout. All right, do you have a vote? I'd like to vote for my name is Phil. All right, <laughs> God damn it, Phil. <laughs> Jesus, beat it, dude. <laughs> Come on, man. You see why I need a number at the station? Does he have your no, phone number? <laughs> I was about to say, you're so screwed. All right, here we go. Hey, while we're waiting for calls to come in, we can uh, actually listen to Matt Albert's thought of the day. All right, hold on a second. Retard ball, you got a vote? Yeah, I want to vote for retard ball. Okay, now now it's one vote for my name is Phil. One vote for retard ball. I don't want to take votes. Welcome to the retard ball tonight. 
Zantac here in the hideout. Hey, I want Alien Song. Do what? The Alien Song. Alien Song, we got a winner. You have fabulous heartburn medication. I've had enough with both of these songs. <laughs> no, I haven't. I can listen to them over and over again. God damn it, man. These are great. The clan, you're in the hideout. Uh, those were bad aliens. All right, bad aliens with another vote. Are we keeping track for this? We're two to one right now. Two to one? Jack, you're in the hideout. Hey, how you guys doing? Good. What do you got, brother? Um, even though we've retarded, but I like the way it sounds. All right, so you're going for Phil? I'm going for Phil. All right, thank you, Jack. <laughs> Three to one. Rockabilly Matt, you're in the hideout. Cage match on the hideout. Gentlemen, I cast my one vote for retard ball. Retard Monster D, who you voting for? Retard Ball or alien? Bad Aliens? Bad Alien, man. Retard Ball sucks. I'm dying. Wayne, you're in the hideout. Man, stop playing this song, please. Don't play this song. I'm in a truck. I will drive it to your studio if I hear this song again, man. Which song are you voting for? You got a vote. I want to hear the retard song, man. The retard ball. Not the alien song. Thank you, Wayne. Wang Chung, you're in the hideout. Yeah, the alien song, man. Can you keep a secret? This is the most fun I've had uh, since rock radio. I'm not going to lie to you. No wonder they do these cage matches all the time. Oh, they're great. So much fun. All right, only four more calls. Are we keeping track, by the way? Uh, yeah, Bad Aliens is up uh, five to three. Devil Dog. Hey, what's up, boys? Yo. Hey, I'm going for a uh, retard ball. Sweet. Cage match. Uh, Phil McCracken. All right. There's an. Uh, do you notice how it's just back and forth? It's even. It's like it's Carrie Bush. I'll tell you this. I'd have voted for Phil over Bush. Anybody but Bush. Um, Bad Monkey Jason. Dead money, Jason. Oh, Dead money. What's up, bro? What's up, What's man? going on, brothers? <laughs> How you doing, man? What's going on? Fantastic. Hey, I'm going to have to tell my folks the alien song, man. That's funnier than hell. <laughs> right. Thank you. Nap, you're in the hideout. Yeah, well, reach out, ball, man. Thank you. It's back and forth. David, you're in the hideout. You get the deciding vote. Retard ball or my name is Phil's Bad Aliens? Hey, ladies. I, uh, I want to vote. Well, I wish you would have uh, kept your mouth clean. Then you could have kept it on, man. All you got to do is uh, simple. Just don't cuss, dumbass, and you can stay on the air. That's a vote for Phil. Dubs, I challenge you to play him like a, a, a remix of both of them. Oh, okay. All right, here's what I want to do. You're too good. Let's take a break. We'll come back.
Very quick break. Coming back on the hideout. Congratulations to Phil for winning the hideout cage match. <laughs> Goddamn nerds. It's a uh, half a dubs. Nerds! Let's stop you for a second. Uh-huh. What's with the glasses? What are you talking Thank about? you. Thank you for bringing that up because uh, Hefe is wearing new glasses today, and they are the most ridiculous things <laughs> I've ever seen. Oh no 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 no! They're they're cool. I I told you about this like three weeks ago that I got new glasses. They're like uh, they're Buddy Holly glasses. No, they aren't. They're Rick Wild Thing Vaughn glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Give them the heater. What do you guys make it such a big deal for? I've always worn glasses. It's not that. Whatever, four eyes. <laughs> What is this, the the high school, middle school uh, lunch table? You look like okay, the, Googles. <laughs> look like the guitar player from Cheap Trick. Oh, my God, no. no, no. The goatee and Actually, everything. I've gotten a lot of compliments. Fezzy liked them. I think the chicks like it. A lot of the chicks around here dug it. I saw Fez snickering after he walked away. Shut up, really? Yeah. Son of a bitch. I thought it was good to go with a new look. Hmm. The uh, what? New, yeah, but, uh, I mean, you just look really... Gay with glasses on. <laughs> okay, I've always worn glasses. I don't know why it's all of a sudden you got the glasses on. I've always worn glasses. I didn't at the live gig. Whatever, I wore, nerd. I wore contacts. If I hit a four eyes out of you, I'm going to hurt you. Four eyes. I hope you get in a car accident. And Jesus is on my side this week. No, he isn't because... <laughs> I can't even do it. Why? <laughs> all right, thank you. Thank you very much for the, bringing up the glasses. I think it looks cool. I bet if there were any chicks... Did the chicks already leave? Uh, I'll go check. See if they're still here. I mean, I bet... they're friends with, with Corolla, though. So, I mean, how are they still... Well, I'd like to get an opinion. I don't, do you do you really think they're that bad? Because here's the thing. They're the Buddy Holly, Rick Vaughn, Major League glasses. I say cheap trick guitars. Yeah. And I, I, I figured with the bald head, the goatee, I'd go with something a little extreme. You shouldn't have banged Doran's girlfriend, though, or wife. Uh, that was really wrong of you. But it'll all work out in the end when you when you uh, when you win the series. Everybody's cool, jumping around, give high fives. But I come out of the pen. Yeah. All right, here come the ladies. Like, right, bring up the glasses. Or bring up the uh, lights a little bit. You can't bring the glasses up at all. All right, come on. All right, now, wait a second. Now, ladies, you saw me Monday when I had the old school glasses. By the way, this is new school. This is, uh, now I got new school. new school glasses? Yes. What do you okay. think? No? They're, I guess, I don't know. They're okay. They're okay? I wish you had the old ones so we could compare, like. Damn it, they're down in my car. He's never worn glasses before. He just thinks of me. I've always hard. worn glasses. I've been working with you for three years. And you never wore glasses any of the times. Three goddamn years. All right. Corolla, go get my old glasses. Hurry, run. They're like in the a uh, a glasses case. <laughs> it's a. You don't want to you... say it over the air. <laughs> All right, turned off the mic. I don't want everybody looking. Now, hold on. What do you think? Without glasses or with glasses? Now, now, is this true about glasses that it makes you look smarter? You, you, you look like you've always have. Now, mm. it's like. Crazy rapist or like keeps to himself rapist. Well, he's with he's, the glasses on. I just want you to put in like an Enganye uh, jersey on and. Uh... What is it with you and the baseball references, Eric Gagne? Who else gets that? Oddball. Your glasses. I mean, uh, in the military, whenever the guys go in the military the first time, they have to take their 
prescription glasses they bring. You look them. like Polly Shore. And they they have they give them from in the army now or whatever that was. Standardized glasses, standard issue GI glasses, and they're called birth control glasses because you're not going to get any when you wear them. No, come on. Or maybe uh, no, these maybe are... Private Pile. <laughs> I look Private Pile with the glasses off. Um, no, these are Soho black crystal glasses. They're supposed to be the latest rave. Crystal. They saw you coming, didn't they? Really? I right, come on, ladies, be honest. Well, I definitely think without, first of all. Jesus, goddamn yeah, Christ, I, you know how much money I spent on new well, glasses? They, they should have your eyes out. You, they, yeah. you can't see your eyes because they're so dark on the eyes. Definitely. But I thought the black looked cool with the goatee and everything. And the contrast with the bald white head. <laughs> yeah, I, you, Screw oh, you, I look great. Beat it. Yeah, you do have a very bald white head. But, um... The glasses just don't work for you. I I don't know why you put them on. I don't know why you started wearing them. I do. I've always worn glasses. I don't. I've known dubs. Well, it's time for a change. All right, here are the old ones. Oh my god. I I just bought these. What do you mean? All right, here are the old school glasses. As I'll put them on. I can't even see anything. You never wore those before. I had them for three years. Look at them. They're all scratched and scuffed up. What do you mean I didn't wear glasses? Those are better because you can see your eyes more. I don't think they are. I think the, the lenses are too big. Yeah, exactly. But now, and I read this thing, man. I was reading this whole thing that I got to, you know, you got to wear, if you got a round head, you need square frames <laughs> as opposed to if you have a square head, you wear round. It's true. I saw it on like Fark or something. Hold on a second. Now look at it. It's come on, it's classic, it's epic. No? I beat it. See you later. Thank you for coming in, ladies. All right. Thank you for coming in and ruining my day. Can I try them on? You want to try them yeah, on? Well, ladies, hold on. Let's right, uh let's, let's, let's now, does, it, does it make me look smarter at least? There's Corolla with glass. Now Corolla <laughs> What do you what's All wrong? Right, now you look oh better. <laughs> it's like I had about fifteen beers. You okay. did. <laughs> <laughs> give me, give me. All right, what are you doing? Give him my glasses. You're going to stumble and you're going to break them. After he put them on, I think you look you look good with glasses. You wouldn't be that lucky. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he's so disgusting. These glasses look good on me. All right, hold on a second. John, you're in the hideout. F.A. Yeah. At least you're wearing those glasses rather than wearing those little, round, faggy, sensitive guy glasses. Yeah, I mean, actually, I would have worn those, but um, they don't fit. What do you mean they don't fit? I got a real big fat head. You do. And that's the other thing, too, that I went over to the... That's, I, that's why I can't believe you started wearing glasses. I, I've always worn glasses, J-Dubs, and I went to my eye doctor. I thought you had LASIK. That's where I go. Really? Mm-hmm. You guys have the same eye doctor? I don't know. Is he molesting you, too? Stop. <laughs> what is that? Oh, I said that out loud. <laughs> yes, um, Larry, let's Good go. call. DC, you're in the hideout. Hey, guys, what's going on? Yo, brother. Hey, listen, man, uh, yeah, I own a glasses place uh, a little further south in the station, and I can hook you up with some glasses you can't even see on you and probably spend a lot less than what you Well, I don't know why he just place. doesn't wear them at all, because he never had you wear them before. Duh. Well, we... <laughs> I don't know what you're doing, and now you're starting to drive me insane. I've always worn glasses, like, probably since, like, the eighth grade. I've worn them since I've known you in Michigan. All right. I want to call your mom and ask her. You want to? All right, let's get my mom on the phone. Hold on a second, and thank you, DC. And I'm willing to take you up on that. And by the way, I was told a year ago that I was going to get LASIK surgery, and that never happened. Bateman, come here. For what? You don't need glasses. I've got glasses. I've worn glasses. There's my mother's phone number right there. Call her real quick. I want to talk to moms for a second. Hideout pass holder man, Tan, you're in the hideout. What's up, bro? What's going on, Specs? I know I've personally hung out with you 10 to 15 times. Sexy I've specs. never seen you wearing glasses before. I've always... Never. You're killing me. You know what sucks? 
is that on the website, we always black out the eyes. So I really have no proof of point or point of reference. Actually, my dad had a great idea. He uh, asked me about the blacking out the eyes thing. He's like, well, you guys don't do it on the video, so it doesn't make sense. Why don't you guys get a pair of glasses, get like a piece of wood that uh, and paint it black, and you know, you just have like little uh, holes drilled in so you can see through it. Uh, a thousand, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. All right, man, <laughs> come on. And thank you. That's a great idea. Oh, my mom? Hey, mama. Well, hi, son. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Uh, I'm how, doing, I, thank I, you for waking me up. Thank you. Hey, no problem. You're not working right now. You're okay, right? <laughs> I'm okay. Let me tell you the story about my mom. She was, uh, and Dubs, you'll appreciate this. She was coming back from getting food, and she was going she was going to the store, or going, going back to her school, and she falls. And she a, a curb snuck up and attacked her. And she fell and she broke her wrist. It, it it was the funniest thing ever, right, Mama? Yes, I'm, oh, I'm sorry, Mama. <laughs> mm-hmm, thank you, Mama. Tell Dubs how long I've been wearing glasses. Honey, when did you start wearing glasses? What? Oh my goodness! No, I've always worn glasses. What is this? Honey, I don't remember you ever wearing glasses. I've been wearing glasses seriously since like the seventh grade. No, you haven't. You brag about your 2020 vision. You do. You always tell you me how great. You always bragging about how great you can so see. There's no prescription for your glasses. Is that what she's saying? All right, so now I got glasses. There, you're right. I've, Useless. I've been fooling you guys. I just figured the frames would look good. So you look smarter. All right, mom. I love you. Hope you get better. Thank you, sir. Bye. I love you more. Bye. She's sweet. Aww. I don't know what the hell is going on here. Like all of a sudden, I'm being. This is this is why I've got that paranoia. This is why I got that mind paranoia, where I think people are wearing my shirts and then hanging them back up in my closets. Well, you now got, I'm gonna start wearing your fake glasses because you guys are conspiring <laughs> against me. Turd Ferguson, you're in the hideout. Hey boys, what's cracking? Yo, yo. I just want to say, El Jefe, I can relate. On my high school lacrosse team. They didn't have a helmet that was big enough for my head, so I had to get one custom fit. And I also wear glasses, so they have to custom order all my frames from, like, Italy or What size Pakistan. What size is your head? You, it's like a size 8 or something? Like, they don't even make lacrosse helmets in the size I wear. They had to... You're mongoloid? Seriously. It's like, like watermelon. Do you have Down syndrome? <laughs> <laughs> no. You know what's... All right, hold on a second. Now I'm going to admit to something. I remember playing Charlie middle school football. <laughs> Charlie Brown? But... I remember playing middle school football, but my head was so big that they had to get my my helmet from the high school, and wow. I had to wait like a week later so they could pick it up from the high school because my head was that fat. Well, I had a pretty big head in school too, but what I had to do every year, I just shaved my head before I played football. And yeah, that's how you, you got around it. We can paint your head orange. Looks okay. like a big pumpkin. Thank you, Oddball. Thank you. You're really helping right now. Everybody's pick on Hefe. Never heard a show where the host get gets picked on and be made to feel. Paranoid more. Well, no, no, our hosts wear fake glasses. It's not fake. Why does your mom even say you're a liar? And I don't know what the hell her problem is. <laughs> Bitch. There's nothing wrong with her. She's a great woman. I said, can you go on the air with us? It's nothing embarrassing. She goes, I don't know if I believe that. And I go, it's about his glasses that he wears. And she goes, I never realized he wore glasses. Right, the la- I swear to God. This is know how, like, uh, probably my, my mom doesn't ever want to go on the air with us again. Because the last time we had her on the air was for Mother's Day, and we played this Mother's Day game, and I ended up losing like out of the game that we were playing between everybody in the studio, and we had to admit something embarrassing about our mothers. So I had to call my mom on Mother's Day, and it was like 2 o'clock in the morning, and admit that I had been rummaging through her stuff in her drawer and found her sex toy. A week earlier. 
and that I had accidentally smelled it. And, oh and I had to call her on Mother's Day and tell her this. Didn't you have something you wanted to ask uh, Jen here, your uh, Mason friend? Will you marry me? <laughs> oh, so sweet. Really? I got a ring. Really? In the car. Quiet, onion five, ring. Six carrots. Yeah, onion ring. Six carrots. Fruit loop okay. that's been I'll sitting do. there. What do you? What is it? What do you want to ask? Uh, you had something that you wanted to ask. Oh, about the uh. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. Stuff. Right. Hey, we, I was wondering if uh you I would be so honored as to uh you to accompany me. Stuttering Stanley. Yeah. To a uh, <laughs> party, um where there's gonna be people at. <laughs> Uh, really? Yeah. Are you retarded? Um, Doing the best I can. No, you're not. I swear, I coached him. I was like, here's the situation. Porno Dan is having his annual 30th birthday party this Saturday, and I want to take a tape recorder out there. I figure Corolla can be our roving reporter, but I think it would help if he had a hot, fun chick with him who's got a little radio experience, who's been in the hideout, who could go and help him out, and they can go do a whole little team thing. And so I told him, Will you just call her and ask her if she'll go with you so that you guys can get a whole, uh, you know, like, thing for the show together? No, man, I don't know if I can do that, bro. I'm like, you're not asking her out on the date. You're not asking Aww. her to the prom. You're asking. There's a great opportunity for her to get if a little exposure. If you're not exposure. asking her for, to the prom, why did you bring a corsage? That's what I'm wondering. You pin know, it on her. Pin it on her. You know what? Don't worry about it. You know what, Jen? I'm not going to put you through that. Yeah, Jen's going to go with me. Get, will you, I'm, okay. I'm not playing. Get your hands off and, her. Boy, and I see those roofies in your hand, and it's not cool. It, <laughs> it's really, really disgusting. Hefe could see him if he uh, had glasses. All right. I, you know, I'm taking a break now. I'm going to go dig up some pictures and prove to you guys that I've been wearing glasses. It's going to be a bunch of pictures of him with glasses drawn on. <laughs> Big little mustache. More coming up in the hideout. Act like you can grow facial hair or something. It's all Hefe and Jay. I got a beard, man. I got a beard and glasses. It's sure. The- Here's BJ. We called him a second ago. It's, uh, if you go to, uh, under names to know, you'll learn a little, little bit more about him. Basically, is Dubs' cousin slash friend. And we called you about it. You're one of your strip club experiences. And then at the very end of this, you... You, you dropped a bombshell on us. As to what you were doing when we called. What was it again you were doing? I was having phone sex. And you were having phone sex with? My girlfriend. Is it really your girlfriend? Yeah. Get out of here. Really? Just, yeah. Just... All right, so what's her name? I think it's just her because she's Amanda. on the phone. All right, Amanda. We're going to, let's talk to Amanda. Amanda, how are you, sweetie? Uh, you know, I'm I'm fabulous. <laughs> how old are you, Amanda? <laughs> I'm 23. No. Yeah. Switch around those numbers. Where do you yeah. live? <laughs> I live in Arkansas. Okay, you live in Arkansas. BJ <laughs> lives in Michigan. How does that work out? A lot of phone sex? <laughs> Sometimes. Um, not, not, not as much as you would think. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like to do the business on my own. All right, so yeah. He's an, he's an avid, an avid. So All right, hold on. I'm a not even there. I'm not even there half the time. It's right, not my fault. All right, so hold on, because you can't say the M word, which I still don't understand why. I think but, we could right now, but but you know. Okay. Well, when he all just right. say when he take he he likes He's to an say, avid self seeker. Okay, yeah. perfect. Okay. Now how did how did you guys meet? My sister lives in Arkansas. Does she live in Arkansas now? Why does she live in Arkansas? Well, my dad got my dad got remarried. 
and the woman who he marries is married to has a, has a house in Arkansas. So you met Amanda when you were down in Arkansas. This is a long-distance relationship. I, I, you met a man in Arkansas. Now, yeah. have you guys actually had sex before? We have. Amanda, now if you go, if you go, oh my god, if you go, oh. if you go to Radio High, <laughs> even she says, oh. I swear, he's such a shifty-eyed little weasel. I can't believe you told him that, but okay, yeah, if you I won't g- deny it. Now, Amanda, <laughs> what do you look like? Is there any pictures of you around? Uh, you know, you can view those for twenty nine ninety five. Really? You to, yeah, you have to buy a membership, but you can view those. For what? You do you do online <laughs> porn? What's this, toothlesslosers.com? No. Oh, my God. I can't believe you said that. No. I will, I will get you guys a picture. Please. Send it now. Please. No, no. You're not sending any pictures of me, weirdo. All right, so wait a second. No, uh, Why are we I the have, weirdos? I, I have to sign a release form. I know my rights. Right, no, you don't. No. It's the Internet. <laughs> I don't, I'm not understanding this. Or what's your website if people wanted to go and pay for this? No, okay, you call me. I, I don't have a website. Okay, good. I'm just... a shyster. I'm a shyster. I can see. Go ahead and send me your money, though, and then I'll, I'll email you the address. So how long have you guys been together? Um, I think it's somewhere like the latter part of this month will be like four months that we've oh, known wow. each other. What are you guys going to do for the anniversary? You flying down there, BJ? She's going to be I... up here in four days. Y'all going to Old Country Buffet? She's going to be in Michigan in four days. For what? She's coming up to visit. For a lot of sex? Uh, Where are you guys yeah, going to stay? Yeah, I remember what happened last time I visited, <laughs> and I was expecting a lot of sex. I actually didn't get it. BJ, Why? BJ punked out. He was all drunken, and I was all like, hey, come on, yeah. And you know like, what? No, 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 I'm I'm too tired. I was all like, oh, my God, yeah. Now, you know his name's Bi-Curious BJ. You think maybe he's not into you because of your penis? I think, I think he wasn't into me. I thought I asked him if maybe I could take some hormones and maybe if I grew some chest hair, he might like me better, but... All right, now, hold on yeah. a second. Somebody did find the website, um, sheephorefromarkansas.com. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. Now, Amanda, what do you look like? Tell Because we know what Bicurious Bi- BJ looks like, a short, fat Conan O'Brien. What do you look like? Oh, that's awful. Uh, You're having sex on... with him. He's hey. the one denying you for sex. Hey. What do you look I... like, sweetie? Um... Short, fat Andy Richter. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, I have kind of shoulder-length brown hair with blonde streaks in it. You look like anybody have... famous? Other than Andy Richter? <laughs> do you control the universe? <laughs> I do control the universe. You just don't know it yet. But I, I really don't know anyone famous. BJ, help like. us out. Come on. Come on. Radio, we got to paint the picture. She is probably about my height. She's probably maybe a little shorter than me. She's probably five, six. A little heavier. What's that? No, she's not a little heavier. She's got, she's got a God. bust. What? Hey. She's got a huge bust. Oh, nice. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. All right. It goes with the territory, though. Does she look like anybody famous? <sighs> no, uh, not, not off the top of my head. She white, black, Mexican what? She's white. Hey, She's from Arkansas. I don't have to answer that. I don't have to answer that. She, I mean, they got She's, black people in that, Arkansas. Do they? Don't part, they? Part German. All right, hold on. People got questions for you. Hold on a minute. Okay, okay. Right. Heckler, you're in the hideout. Yeah, what, what's this guy's name? Amanda. <laughs> I'm sorry, Amanda. Hey, I was just wondering, how many rusted-out appliances are in the front yard of your trailer? 
That's a that's a quality question, Amanda. I got some other ones too, but that's the first one. All right, go continue okay. on with the Inquisition. Okay. Um, you got any appliances well, you know, in the front I really, yard? I really can't see them. The grass is so high. You know, I just don't know. What's the other question? One more. Okay. Other people want to talk to her. Okay. Oh man, uh, I just want to know: did her, did your family enter you into the county fair under livestock, and did you win a prize? All right. Blue ribbon, baby, blue ribbon. <laughs> All right, so what's the phone sex like? Because, I mean, you got a long-distance relationship. I mean, What were you guys talking about? How far in were you guys? And obviously, mine that were on the radio, but, I mean, like, were you, like, at what point were you at, BJ? I can speak for myself. I'll speak for myself. But she, she'll speak for herself. I was into it. I was getting there. I was almost to the, to the, to the closing line. Uh, so pretty much he just, he just started. Well, how does, how does it start? I mean, how do you start? Like, how do you, and, and, and Amanda, how do you seriously have phone sex with a guy who sounds like a like a dwarf? No, he doesn't sound like a dwarf. You Did, know, are you into Carney stuff? It's, it's not. It's not. Yeah. Hold yeah. on, maybe this. No. That, I think I got the wrong music up for the phone sex. Hold it's on. all it's all smoke and mirrors. You know. Is this getting y'all hot and heavy? Yeah, that's doing it. Careful. <laughs> so, so BJ, where are you at, dude? What are you asking her? Do you telling her like asking her what are you wearing and stuff? Well, it usually starts that way. Ask her what she's wearing and where she's at. And uh... Uh, can we try this? We'll see how good you are, Amanda. Hold on a second, all right? <laughs> oh my God, are you kidding? All right, Amanda, what are you wearing, sweetie? <laughs> I have on a polo T-shirt. Mmm, polo. What size? Yeah. <laughs> it's a medium. Medium polo t-shirt. What color is it? Must be really tight. No, it's gray. You got any panties on? No. I know. I can smell. <laughs> okay. Hey. Hey. Is that the ramen noodles? You excited? <laughs> you know, I I'm just not feeling it. It's just not the same. BJ, why don't you try to get her excited yeah. then? Do what you no. were doing. Work that magic you were doing, man. <laughs> Come what I was doing. Yeah. No. Get her going. No. What was she saying to you? All right, talk to us like we were BJ. BJ's I can't, on the it, it can't go over the air. I don't know how to edit it. It's so graphic. It's graphic. <laughs> you talking, no. like, what do you, all right, give me a roundabout, like, were you at first, second, third base when we called and interrupted? I was, like I told you, I was ready to uh, make give the money shot. Uh, what were you talking about, though? Like, like, uh, like. Well, what, what do you think you talk about? I mean, come on, you, really? We weren't discussing the daily news. Now, like, were you choking her? You know, I'd like, I'd like you to. Uh, were you punching her? I told her, I go, listen, yeah. I grabbed I you by the hair and I'm back in the face. Well, that's right, you're gonna take it this way, give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was almost getting there, and then he said, "Yeah, yeah, I like it like that, Aunt Marge." What? And it was just over. Yeah, it was over for me. I was like, "What the?" Oh, all right. You know, I can I can understand him calling me mom. You know, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, but you've I seen will her. not be his aunt Marge. I just won't. You want to ask Amanda something? Yeah. Hey Amanda, are you gonna be around the uh, area anytime soon? <laughs> I can talk dirty to you if you want. Why don't you get into it a little bit? Hey Amanda, how you doing tonight? Man, <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> What's up, dude? <laughs> How you doing tonight? You see, I got some Budweiser in the back of my car. Oh, really? Yeah. Class. She's more of a. Oh, <laughs> you. She's, She's more, more of a Milwaukee's best kind of girl. Hey, hey. Or a natural light ice lady. Hold on a Come second. On. We got a phone call. 
Mantan, you're in the hideout. What's going on, fellas? I wanted to uh, ask Amanda Huggenkiss if she likes school or Copenhagen long cut. What do you prefer? What do you prefer, Amanda? She you likes know, Kodiak. You know, yeah, I like the Kodiak. I'm a red man. <laughs> 5,000. 5,000. 5, yeah. yeah. Where are you going to take her to? Oh, man. McDonald's? No. How's that sound? Oh, that's, that's so classy. Burger King? Yeah. Or a different meal, if you know Is what I mean. Is there going to be some point in the meal where you dump something on, you know, your crotch and say, no, no, yeah. you go for it, you go for it. Yes, get like it. Cat food. Don't stop, <laughs> go for it. I admire a girl with ambition. Work it, go. What do you think of yeah, cats? Yeah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> do you like cats? Do you like while they watch? Do you like the taste? Because if you kiss me, that's what it'll taste like. That's what he's going to be saying. Would you, would you eat cat food for me? If I were to dump it all over you, would you just go Is to it, town with it? Yeah, you know... And as long as you don't mix it with catnip, I'll do it. Oh, he's I'll into that, too. All right, hold on a second. <laughs> More people want to talk to you, sweetie. Vampire, you're in the hideout. I just want to know if she's got a crescent moon carved into the outhouse door. <laughs> do you? Answer the question, Amanda. Come on. No, she has a yes. crescent moon on her stomach like Kamala. Stop <laughs> screwing around. All right, BJ. Oh, hey, we didn't mean to interrupt you. What do you got? You, uh, you all blue now? I... Uh, there's a lot of hate going on here. <laughs> <laughs> do you think you could, um... Well, I don't think we could even do that. Do it. Maybe, um, you know, do what you needed to do. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you going to take a little break there? <laughs> How about this? You can, you can go to commercial where your commercials last, like... I want you to do seconds. it while you're on the toilet. <laughs> no, 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 no. How about this? We go to break, and we'll record it back in the Cool Edit Pro. You guys can finish, and then we'll beep it out, and we'll, we'll air it. No, that's crazy. Why? Do you no. realize? Do you know who you're having phone sex with? That's crazy. <laughs> have, you, have you seen him? <laughs> Come on. Well, the pictures were kind of hazy. He looks, he looks good in the pictures. Are you on crack? <laughs> Are you looking at his mom and stuff? <laughs> that's who you think you're making love to? Oh, the Ewok. <laughs> that's awful. BJ, man, I, I didn't mean to hate, brother. No, yeah. it's all good. I'm just oh, you busted it up. You busted it up. Hold on. I'm mad. You know what? Screw BJ. I'm mad, okay? Over what? No, you're not. You like I'm the attention. Mad. Hold on. <laughs> Tam, you're in the hideout. What's going on, fellas? What's up? All right, I'm going to paint the perfect picture of this chick. She's sitting outside of trailer right now, smoking an ultra marble menthol light 100, <laughs> drinking her natty light, wearing a polo shirt, but it says jam across the front, and she's got Jerry Springer playing in the back. That's beautiful. I love it. Oh, my in God. Fact, you nailed it. You're winning a prize. Congratulations. But I'd love to come down to Arkansas and stick it to it one time, guys. I'm desperate. And you know what? <laughs> you know what's the greatest thing, too, is that we'd all bank skanks like Amanda. Yeah. Oh, it's all, you it's guys happened. are so Sweet. Hey, this is my girlfriend that's here. Keeping it real. That's, <laughs> that's keeping it real. How sweet are you guys? Come on, BJ, stick up for her. Hey, I'm going to be out of D.C. sometime. I'll have to say you know that. No, you won't. <laughs> Shut up. You always I say that. I always suck at your woman. Oh, well, now that I'm uh, separated, you can talk yeah, about it. Yeah, I read session. it on the... I read it on the uh, oh, my God. Well, a sensitive, caring guy like you separated? Shut up, skank. People want to talk <laughs> Please, the shot goes on. On. Maddox, you're talking to the skank. Bike here is BJ Skank. <laughs> What's going on, dude? What's up, Maddox? I got a couple questions for BJ. Right. Hey, BJ, what kind of underwear are you wearing? <laughs> I'm not wearing any. <laughs> Do you shave your entire body? 
No, I'm, I got quite the bush going. All right. I like a food like a young boy, dude. Beat it. <laughs> Ironically, I couldn't tell who was Maddox and who was Amanda. Yeah, weird. <laughs> Strange. Skank. All right, Amanda. Well, you should be proud of yourself. Oh, yeah. I'm You're flying so up to Michigan to be ignored by by Curious BJ. Yeah. What's your life like? What do you do for a living, sweetie? I have two jobs, actually. Mm-hmm. I'm, I do clerk work in a and eye doctor's porn. office. Right, right. I do underground porn. Um, and I also work in the ICU unit she does of crush the local videos. hospital. <laughs> Just crushing little animals underneath your feet. <laughs> I do, I do. No. I work at the hospital and I work in an eye clinic. Uh. FatSkankCrush.com. Yeah. What are you What are you studying in college, Amanda? I'm probably going to be a history major. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. It looks like other people want to talk to you. Yeah. Hey, actually, we got a clip from her video. Die! <laughs> die! <laughs> die, bitch, die! Is that what she was doing, BJ, when you were talking to her? She was stepping <laughs> on a... She's, she's a little more sweet and compassionate than that. Yeah? I'm yeah. not. I'm not hearing it. Look, well, well, you guys are just dogging her. How can, how can she be sweet? All right, hold on a second. Somebody else wants to talk to you. Red Rum, you're in the hideout. Hi. Uh, the question I have to ask this uh, lovely lass is going to get dumped. Okay. <laughs> just to let you know ahead of time. I'm from Arkansas, so I know my way around that part of town. Right. Uh, lady, if I travel down to Arkansas, where are the chances you let me drink your... <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> right, I did dump it. <laughs> Beep that and re-air it as a week stay. Oh my god! You know, hold on, I have to check my calendar and see when it flows in town. All I'll right, get back to you. He uh, he wanted to know that <laughs> um, he was good. He would be Thursday. Thirsty around a time of the month, let's just say that, and that's what he was looking for. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Are you into that, BJ? You got red hair. I am not into that. that he is not me. earning his red wings, okay? That's All right, gross. enough. Gross, that's gross. You're 23? Yeah. You sound like you've been around the block, honey. <laughs> <laughs> How sweet of you. Like that's you live so in Skanktown and you're just running all the corners. No. Hold on, more people want to talk to you. I think so. Bike Curious BJ doing a great job sticking up for <laughs> Tenshi, you're in the hideout. Yo, since she's banging Bike Curious BJ, was she thinking about her father when she, when she was banging this guy? Yeah, what is that about? You looked in, um, not, that's an interesting question. What, oh, do you, yeah. what do you think about when, um, when BJ's giving it to you? Do you actually think about BJ or you think about Conan O'Brien? <laughs> the two are not interchangeable. I'm actually thinking about BJ. Really? Yeah. BJ, what are you, you know, thinking about? I'm thinking about Amanda. Yeah. I'm thinking about dinner. <laughs> what are you trying to say? I'm chubby? No. Yeah, I guess you're right. There. All right. Well, hey, congratulations to you guys. It sounds like you're in love. Let's talk to BJ alone for a few minutes here. Hey, Amanda. Yeah, that sounds fine. I've taken enough of a bashing, okay? You have taken enough, sweetie. <laughs> I swear. You're taking it from all ends. Right. And when she gets it from me, it is enough. All right. Thank, <laughs> thank you, Skank. Wow. BJ, you found yourself a winner. Thanks. I think so. Now, are you going to catch hell from her uh, when you call her? Are you, is she not going to do the phone sex thing now? No, she's got a good sense of humor. I'll be all right. Seriously, what does she look like? Is she fat? No, she's not. I'll, send you, I'll give you a picture. You can see. How uh, how much do you think she weighs? I, I don't know. She, 120? She's 5'6"? Five, 5'6", six? Five, six, 120 is pretty thin. 
That's not bad. That's real thin, actually. And how come you ignored her last time she went out for sex? I didn't. I just was out partying and having a good time. <laughs> I tried to... I don't know if like how to word this out, because you guys got some shady wordings up there, but I, let's say I I tried to... Uh, we were in the middle of having sex, and I tried to uh, take it and make her take it in the... <laughs> I dumped that. You were you were you were doing stuff and you wanted to go around the world. Yeah, and she wouldn't she wouldn't let me, but I tried like made her I, I made her do it. I tried making her do it. You so you raped the girl. No no, she was like she's not she just didn't want to try. I'm like, come on, baby, just let me, come on. <laughs> All right, I've had enough. <laughs> really? I'm loving it. I haven't. I could talk to him all goddamn day, I swear. And you know what she said? She goes, she goes, I tried, I tried. I go, you didn't try hard enough. <laughs> right. I'm just afraid now. Afraid of what? <sighs> the she's a good girl. No, she's not. She's a skank with a big mouth. <laughs> How do you know? You talk to her for like 30 minutes and let your viewers just, just insult her left and right. Well, everybody was unanimous. I thought she was a skank. Send me the picture so we can put it up on the website. Oh, I'll, get, I'll get a picture for you. When do you think you'll have it for us? I I can probably get one within the next couple of days, so it should be up and going in the next within a week. Couple days? I want it before the end of the show. Well, I don't. I, I'm not even. I'm in Fowlerville. I'm at a friend's house. Oddball. Yeah, you know, you notice how like all these girls on these uh, phone lines, they're all like five seven, one twenty, you know, thirty eight C, and they all look like Pam Anderson. Do you think she's really even real? No. Are we? Were we just? Did we call a phone sex line that whole time? It's like the old Aerosmith video with the the lady, you know, with a baby on her hip that's 500 pounds doing ironing and talking, doing phone sex. I mean, oh I, wait a second, she's calling back. I don't know if she had Star 69 or what. Amanda, you're back in the hideout. <laughs> she's eating now. <laughs> All right, thank you. Sir. All right. Actually, can, actually, here she is right now doing another crush video. Die! <laughs> Die! Die, frog, die! <laughs> All right, man. Good stuff by Curious BJ. Anytime, anytime. I'm proud of you, brother. <laughs> no problem. I'll bring, hey, I'll bring in winners from Arkansas whenever you want them. <laughs> okay, so when are you coming to visit? I Hopefully soon, because I start. I coach wrestling, and that starts in the, fall, in the late fall, so it'll have to be before the end of the fall. So Get out here, man. You can stay with dubs. I will. I don't, I don't know if this woman's like that, but I'll give it. Yeah, you can stay with us. Hey, does your chick like my curious BJ? Yeah. Really? Yeah, she likes BJ. Why did she tell me she hated him when she got in the car from the airport? She didn't even see him out there. She goes, I hate BJ. <laughs> she every, said that? Yeah. Every, she didn't even see you out there. Every time she's like, I, I hear about him and they tell me he's funny and he's just so fat and annoying and he bangs skanks. That's exactly what she said. <laughs> he didn't even, she, they didn't even see each other out there. I was in the car. I heard it. That was me. BJ, what do you want? What do you want to say about her, BJ? I I, I like her. I learned every time I talk to her, we got along just fine. Yeah, they get along great. Even though she called you a fat skank banger. I that's fine because I I have had sex with a fat skank. <laughs> All right, congratulations. Beat it. All right, see ya. Five thousand. Five thousand. Five thousand. Is he your cousin or your or your friend? Oh, he's cousin through marriage. But he was your friend first, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, but we met because family members were friends and then i don't understand bj drains me <laughs> he just drains me it's a hideout uh more coming up around today j dubs and i'm thinking to myself i can't wait for the weekend yeah because so far we haven't been here during the week 
Whenever we came into town in our times being here in Orlando so far, when we were flown down to initially get a look at the area, get a look at the station, it was uh, like a Monday or Tuesday, but it was more like a weekend thing, or we yeah, went well, out, yeah, we like partied. A, almost an extended weekend for us. Exactly. And then this last go-round, obviously, we were here from Friday through you know Monday, and we are doing a party and all that kind of stuff uh, at a Universal, hitting downtown. And I'm thinking to myself, is it Tuesday? And is it too early to already begin drinking? Yes. You think so? Actually, I might have like a beer after the show, but nothing more than that. I, have, I don't. I don't get drunk during the week. You wanna have a beer with me? Yeah, I mean you can have a beer after the show. It's okay to have a beer though, right? Yeah, a beer or two, or you know, just not to get sloppy. You can't get sloppy during the week. Now I heard the Phillips file talking about these mandates and going on a date, uh, you know, with other guys. This isn't a date though, right? Because we're drinking beer. Yeah, we're drinking beer and we're going after the show. So it's kind of like a like uh, a coworker, like a happy hour thing. We're hanging out. We're doing... exactly, but we, you know, we get off work late, so we can't do happy hour. Dude, what is what, what? What did they say? What was constituting a mandate? Do you know what it is exactly that constitutes a mandate? Because if I we were drinking wine, isn't that something that if you're drinking you know, wine, then it's a... You know what? I, maybe, maybe it has nothing to do with what you drink, but if you make plans, like, say, if me and you, uh, t- today's Tuesday, if we made plans to, like, to go out to the movies or something on Saturday night, I think that could constitute as a mandate. Why do we have to have these labels, though? Why is everything in society, it's got to be a label where it's a mandate? Why isn't it, hey, we're going to be two buddies, we're going to go do something on a Saturday night? Instead, we now got to say it's a mandate. And it's the same thing with this metrosexual. I just don't understand why everything has to have a label these days. And we got to feel self-conscious. Dubs, I want to go with you. I want to go out to dinner. Well, I mean, that's fine. But, you know, know that it's you're making a date with a man. I mean, you're you're setting up a time to go out with a dude. You and just another dude eating steak. Does that not sound gay to you? I mean, <laughs> no, when, when, you put, when you put it into just generic terms, it sounds pretty queer. Sounds like two dudes chewing on some meat. Yeah. You put it that way, you're just sitting around chewing on meat. That could be very well. But you went on a date, though, once, though, didn't you? Well, I mean, I, I didn't know I was on the date. When we got fired from our first gig out in uh, in Michigan, um, I was looking for a job. I was going around, and I I got this uh, this music director to pay some attention to me and uh, listen to my stuff, and he wanted to uh, meet up sometime. So uh, we ended up going to the White Stripes and Strokes concert together. Uh, and I figured, you know, we'd be doing a lot of radio talk, figuring out, hey, if there's a spot for me over at this radio station... It turns out that we didn't talk one little bit of radio. Okay, you're going we to see ate. the White Stripes and the Strokes. you got to know you're going on some sort of a mode date. I figured, you know, he's a music director. He has to go out to these types of things, even you know, even though he's probably tired of going out to some of these concerts. He has to go out there, support his crew, and he wanted someone to go hang out with and actually talk some uh, business. We ended up uh, just sitting there watching the show, eating a Euro together, and did you? That was it the same euro. Did you cut it up into pieces and divide it up into fourths? No, uh, we had separate ones. But he bought, so I think he was already uh, displaying the dominance of hey. Now uh, what? Now does does this become like creepy or? It became very creepy. Uh, like after like the uh, the Strokes started off the show, and I figured, all right, he's just a Strokes fan. He doesn't want to want to really 
talk any radio until after this because he already told me he's not a big White Stripes fan. Right. So White Stripes start, and, you know, he's still, you know, talking about, hey, we should go out for drinks afterwards and all this kind of stuff. And then it all hits me just like a ton of bricks. I'm on a date with this guy. He he introduced me to everyone at that station, and what they all they know about me is I'm this guy's date, because he is openly out of the closet. Right. And I'm on a date with him. So you were actually, you being taken around the radio station, you're meeting everybody in the cluster and in the building, and they're all saying, wow, that's, uh, that's his new piece of ass. Yeah. I mean, I I, we, I didn't actually go up to the station. Like everybody at the station was at the concert, so you know he introduced me to all of them, and you know they had kind of a smirk on their face, which I did not notice until afterwards. Like afterwards, after I figured it all out. Now, how did he introduce you? Did he introduce you as J Dubs? Did he introduce you as his new partner, a friend? Ha! You got the friend label. I got the friend label because, you know, I think he knew that I really did not know what was going on. So what was he planning to do, slip you something? No, I mean, I think he was going to try to get me warmed up to the idea. Did you make any hints that you may lean this way? No, I mean, I actually... Now, I, if you listen to the show and those of you who listen to The Hideout, eventually at some point you're going to realize that dubs like certain things. That's homosexual humor. Homoerotic humor, as we like to term it. Were you, were you dropping a lot of, like, mojokes? No, and... no. Well, actually, after I figured it all out, I was dropping that I have a girlfriend a lot. I mean, a lot. So it's like, hey, Dubs, uh, you want to go get a drink? Me and you? And I said, no, I actually have to go out with my girlfriend tonight, and uh, i got to get back pretty quick after the concert. So what was his reaction afterward? Like, after, after you start dropping the girlfriend bomb? Um, You know, it was kind of pretty standoffish. You know, like, all right, this ain't going anywhere. He's not going to spread. That's like whenever you go out with a chick. Like, maybe you got a, like a co-worker around. Like, there are a couple of chicks I had to get my eye on. And so I'm looking at him, and I'm thinking, all right, so maybe we'll hang out. We sit there, and we start talking, and we're BSing a little bit. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, she's like, I'm like, hey, maybe you want to go uh, grab a drink or hang out, something like that. And she's like, mm, that's oh, she's like, usually it's like, that, that. that's cool. I'll call my boyfriend. I'll see if my boyfriend wants to come along. Yeah. And it's at that point, you're like, oh, uh, I was just kidding. Oh, you know what? Turns out I got to do show prep. Mm-hmm. I don't think I can go any longer. So after your real mandate, because the guy was gay and you weren't, does he drop you off at home? No, do you he, go back to his place? What ends up happening from well, here? Well, we met up in uh, Detroit, and uh, we met up over by a restaurant because he was all the way in Detroit. I was halfway to Detroit, uh, probably about 45 minutes away from Detroit. So I actually drove into Detroit and just met him at uh, a restaurant near where the concert was. Right. And so he just dropped me off back at my car. Now, was there an awkward, like, longing, like, good night kiss? <laughs> there was he, no kiss. There was no gay stuff happening. Did he reach for your hand? No, no. I mean, I think he got the idea by the end, and he wasn't going to try to push it any further. How did? How dejected was it? Because this is something that, gr- like, you were in a girl position. Like, mm-hmm. only girls usually are on that side of things, where it's, you know, you can feel the awkwardness I'm now. not going to lie to you. It was nice to be wanted. It felt good that, you know, that I know it was a dude, but I'm glad that he wanted me. I'm glad that I was up to par with the gay community. I'll tell you this, man. And a pretty successful gay dude at that. I, so. I'll tell you this. There's nothing worse, absolutely nothing worse, than being rejected by a gay man if you're a heterosexual. Oh, I imagine. I can't. 
It'd be heartbreaking. Because there's something, and this is something with society, and it's probably wrong, but it's something with society where usually we think, you know, gay people will sleep with anybody. Well, because we're dudes, too, and we know, you know, anything, anytime. But if you're getting turned down by a gay guy, that's got hurt a little bit. Well, if you don't turn down a gay guy, it's going to hurt a little bit. So you're in an awkward situation there. <laughs> you just get to hurting. You just got to decide whether you want to bleed or not. <laughs> and I do. Maddox, you're in the hideout. Dude, it's me again, dude. Hey, Dubs. You want a job? No. Mister, I really got a special kind of job for you. All right. It thank starts you. with a... All right. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Maddox. And that's what... Now everybody's going to be hitting on you. Why? Not... I mean, I, I established that I didn't want it. I was not comfortable with uh, his advances. And you went to a concert. You went to go see the Strokes and the White Stripes. Hey, Dub, do you really like Strokes, don't you? And I'm sure it was a lot of that. And how, you know, you know that all of the co-workers had to be dropping those. Had to be dropping all of that kind of stuff. Like Strokes, so awkward, huh? Mm-hmm. Exactly. White Stripes now, Brown Stripes later. <laughs> Bacon Stripes. Racing Stripes are hot. Let's take a break. We'll come back. It's the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. It's just me or is Meg Ryan, uh, not Meg Ryan, but Meg White, when she wears that white shirt and she's like, she's got like, great boobs, I guess. The the chick drummer yeah. in the white stripes. She's a little hip, but she's still sexy. Something, she's like uh, odd hot. Yeah. You know, like you wouldn't want to bring her around to your buddies. Well, you might want, you might bring her around to your buddies, but definitely not family. No, no. Well, I see, I'd rather take someone like that around family. Well, I mean, your buddies know that what you're doing. You're just getting it. Yeah, but you're... then your buddies are going to goof on you. Yeah, but that's fine. No. That's I... all good fun. I hate when buddies goof. Like when <laughs> You must hate me then. I do. When you when you four start ganging up on me, <laughs> I hate it. It drives me insane. Because I, I hate being out of... Uh, I, I don't like being the, the target of attention when it comes to you guys like picking on me. I'd rather like focus. You'll, you'll find me. I'll quickly deflect on the... An ass wipe over there, number 26. I saw you uh, when we went to Universal and we ganged up on you. You didn't uh, you didn't deflect on anybody. You just ran away. You ran like 30 feet ahead of where we were at. You asked us to make a fun of something, and I couldn't get you to shut up. So I just decided I didn't want to hear it anymore. I'm going to walk 10 steps ahead. I think we were making fun of your old blogs. Yeah, I used to blog. Occasionally I still do. I'm still on MySpace. I haven't been on MySpace in a while. Maybe I should hop on. You know what? I need the internet, man. I really need to have the internet back. And you, uh, is it killing you? It does because we can only come up here to the station to get online. I love mm-hmm. just like I love being on the instant messenger. I love looking for show prep. I love talking to people. You see, I'm a game nerd. You're an internet nerd. I believe I am. I'm truly addicted to the internet. In fact, I put in my thing. I'm going with the Sprint PCS DSL, I believe, and so it, hopefully I'll have it in the next couple of days. And I know that like. I know Bateman and um, especially Corolla. Corolla, number 26 over there, needs it because he's trying to find another job down here mm-hmm. in Orlando. He waited tables for a little while. Didn't you say you didn't want to wait tables anymore? You're done with waiting tables? Uh, yeah, I'm done with it. I can't really take the humiliation of it. And What's humiliation about There's it? nothing hum- as opposed to this job where you're snorting wasabi. Well, you know. And, uh, you know, the people yell at me and they look at me worse than you guys if that's believable and they just look at me like i'm disgusting i was looking you are. i was looking well you are obviously i was looking through something in the orlando weekly and we may have found a job for you first jack jack welcome to the hideout real radio 1041 
F.A. Dubs, how's it going? What up, What's up, man? Dubs' story reminds me a little bit about this guy in a, in a health club who used to trail me around. You had a dude that was India? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He was, uh, except he was very nearsighted. First of all, he wasn't in good shape either. He was fat and disgusting. And what is it when you're getting hit on gay guys? You you wanted to be a hot one. You you really want to handsome. I would I would have let him along a little bit. You know. Yeah. You would have you know at least thrown him a little nibble of uh, interest, <laughs> just to feel wanted, if you will. Here's the worst part, though. As if that wasn't bad enough. He was very nearsighted, so when I wanted to ditch him, I would just go to the steam room. <laughs> He would come in there, his glasses would fog up, he'd have to take them off. He couldn't He couldn't see who I was, he couldn't tell. So you, usually me. dudes will go into the steam room to get another guy, but you actually <laughs> went in there to get away from him. Yeah, and I'm not even kidding, it actually worked. Did he, constant, then, did he constantly ask you to spot him, like when he's doing bench press? <laughs> he would try, I would say no, he would shake my hand every time. Me you want to do some squats, brother? Essentially, because when you're spotting somebody with a squat, it's basically a teabag. Yeah. Hey, half fat, I know you found a new gym. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm not following Jack around. That's not half happening. Here's the worst part. I have a topper, and this is really true. You're a topper? What? <laughs> the man was a rabbi. Wow. I didn't know that they could do well, that. Do you remember, uh, what was that, Seven Dead Gay Guys? Was that the name of the movie? Oh, yes. nine, dead, nine dead gay guys. Nine dead gay guys. There was a... Uh, <laughs> there was the rabbi that... Uh, wow. So did he have the curls and everything, like uh, along the... Uh... Well, well, he had, no, he didn't have the Hasidic hair, but he uh, he looked like a rabbi. I swear to God, I didn't rip it off from the movie either. I call that the Corolla hair. Yeah, that is, if he lets Except it go. The rabbi's hair was cleaner, though. <laughs> I'm Pro sure. Probably. Thanks, Jack. Oh, man. I didn't realize that. Well, I did end up finding a job. Hold on a second. Let's talk to Kyle. Kyle, you're in uh, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's up, guys? What up, bro? Um, I had a story about uh, sort of like J Dubs was talking about, man. Um, for graduation, I went up to Washington D.C. Mm -hmm. and um, I ended up staying in Dupont Circle, and I was with my best friend. And you didn't? Did you have any idea? I Dupont? had no idea. Dupont Circle is the gay area of Washington D.C. It is yeah, the and quote. I was it's with my best friend, man, and it sucked. Because you walk around. Good job. You walk around and you you don't know it. You don't realize it. And you, you're like, man, everybody here dresses really nice. Yeah, and they have those flags on every building and yep. on the churches. And, you know, it's really bad when you're with your best friend and people are hitting on you, you know, the first night that you're in D.C. Well, and at least you knew. You know, and the DuPont Circle is a safe place, so you were okay. Yeah, at least you, uh, at least you were, you know, you were getting hit on, but you were safe around. There. You know yeah, what, Kyle? Yeah, cool. You're in the area, right? You're here in Orlando. Yeah, I live right down here. I was just up there about about eight months ago. Let me ask you, where is the quote-unquote gay part of Orlando? Uh, I have no idea, uh, man. I'm not, I have know. so. <laughs> I tuttle. Yeah. Do you know? Thanks, well, Kyle. I don't know by personal experience. Sure. But at the same time, there are a lot of. Famous nationwide gay clubs here in the city of Orlando. Oh, really? Yeah, we have a very big gay population here in cool. Orlando. They should love us then. A lot of the gays um, actually go. The gays? Did yeah. you just call them the gays? Well, the homos. No, the homosexuals. I mean, you gotta really, we're a very gay friendly show. I, I, know so. that we're, I know that we're very gay friendly, okay? But at the same time, you have the Parliament House. Which is here on OBT. Okay. It's right there on Orange Boston Trail. It seems like everything's on OBT, really. All right. And then I think you've got another one called like 
Sahara Nights or something like that. But there's no like gay like no, area like no, no 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 no. There's not like real big gay area, but a lot of them work as the characters out you know in in the theme parks. You know I could see that. I could well, definitely. Because you want to be in entertainment. I could. Yeah, I understand that you're doing the entertainment thing, and, and you, you know, you, you you see those people in those big outfits. They're always so. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, um. <laughs> I don't know if a lot of the characters are gay though, but we did have a problem with uh, the the Tigger character. Um, did yeah, you, I do did remember you, that. Did you hear the story here? It was like really, really big news, and and the theme parks were like freaking out because they actually brought the Tigger head out during the trial as a piece of evidence, wow. and everybody was like freaking out. We we don't want our Tigger character being, you know. Why do you gotta be racist? No, I'm I, I'm saying Tigger. Oh, okay. Everybody's a Tigger lover. Right, right. I love Tigger. Okay, I got it. I see what you're doing there. Fine. Now, we had we had something. Corolla, number 26, mm-hmm. he was looking for his part-time job, and I saw something in the Orlando Weekly where I guess one of these gay outlets, these uh, the gay bars or dance clubs, uh, were looking to hire people as dancers. I know you need money. Number 26, number 27. You seem to have somewhat of a awkward body, but I think it's like one of those things where it could work out for you. Would you be willing to go dance? No, not at all. Why not? Because I'm not gay. It doesn't matter. You don't have to be gay. I don't need dudes peering at me with their staring eyes going, Ew, what's up, Foth? All right, stop. Uh. That's not even funny. Why even do a voice? Because (laughs) that's how they talk. No, it's not. No, it's not. I've never heard one gay guy sound like that. I've never, I seriously, I've known a lot of gay people in my time, and I've never known anyone to have that stupid lisp that you just did. Whatever. They'd still be looking at my body. Come here. I want you to get in the studio for that. What? I don't like the gay bashing. That's not cool. Somebody take over the phones while this tar gets in here. He wasn't really gay bashing, I don't think. I think he was more just being an idiot. I think he was. Come here. Why would you do something like that? What? I don't know. Do you realize that we're here and we're trying to make friends in our new town? And Tuttle just told us there's a big gay population. Why oh, yeah. would you alienate? Alienating them? I'm cool flare with gay chop. people. You know what I mean? I can't. I don't know how to flare chop. There is one thing that I know how to do. Ow! Get on another mic so we don't have to keep on moving around, idiot. Get out of here. Yeah, get on that. M- Be a professional. There you go, ruining something else. We're trying to have friends here. Stop it already. Just for that, I'm getting you an audition. I want some... Where at? Wherever this place was. i got to look it up in the Orlando Weekly. He's going to start dancing soon. I want you... You know what? I want you to dance for gay people. So you can realize that they're, they're human beings like the rest of us. And your ignorance is no good. You make fun of me all the time. You don't seem to think I'm a human being. You're not. Come on. You're an animal. You're definitely subhuman. That's why you're a number. And that, You're number 30 now. <laughs> behind these uh, bundle of pins that I have. <laughs> and I saw some ointment in the bathroom. You're now 31. And that's you, where you rank on the totem pole. And that's why I think you'll do good while you're uh, dancing to the gay club, because you're like a novelty. You aren't exactly human. 
Well, that's kind of nice. I'll take that He's as like a compliment. A her, hermaphrodite, if you're into that. And it's, something that I have noticed, a lot of the gay population here in Orlando, they go for the bears. Do you know what a bear is? Yeah, like the the, the real hairy, like yeah. And he's a bear. More maybe, he's a bear. Maybe more of a cub. Grr. Maybe a cub bear because he, he he's still adolescent. He's very hairy. He's he's a little gay cub. That's your new name. He likes back rubs, back scrubs, and bear hugs. Gay cub. I don't even understand what's going on here. All I'm trying to do is find a kid a part time job. And I have him making an ass out of us. Alienating an entire community. I sh- we should punish him. You know what we should do? We should get our friends over at the uh, Premiere. Over at Premiere? Yeah. Give us a whole, like a man doll or something. That he should walk around with. To show that he's okay. You know what? I'd actually like to have him take it home one night. Give it a good tryout. And maybe maybe then he could be more sensitive. Why take it home? We got a web. I don't want to watch it. We got a webcam. Well, we just put him in one of the studios. We'll put him in a production room. And have it go. Just take a break. We'll come back. It's the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> Chunks, 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 chunks. Laughing at me. I hate I'm a dirty slut. I'm a dirty slut. I'm a dirty slut. Goodness, Chunks, you're so awful. Texas, and this was in the Fort Worth Star-Telegram, because occasionally I'll check in on the hometown newspaper, see, see what's going on. Usually I'm reading up on my favorite team, the Dallas Mavericks. But I came across this story, 
in which a 911 operator, uh, there was a fight going on, okay? Yeah. A mom comes home from work, and there's a fight going on. And Between she, her two kids. And she calls 911. Here's the 911 phone call. It's uh, It was on the Fort Worth Star-Telegram uh, website. Take a second to load. A little second yeah. to load here. Meanwhile, Corolla's getting calls by people saying, you don't deserve to talk, and then they hang up on him. That's great. You guys keep doing that. If you want to do that, it's no problem at all. Do we have it? I think so. All right, here we go. 911, what is your emergency? Yes, um, I need a police officer over here at 7th Court. What's going on? Um, I've got two teenage daughters, and I just got home from work. They were um, physically fighting with each other, and one of them kicked a hole in a door. And um, they're 12 and almost 14, and the 12-year-old is completely out of control. And I, I can't, I physically, if she's as big as I am, I can't control her. Okay, did you want us to come over and shoot her? <laughs> are you there? Excuse me? Uh, that's a joke. Okay, so... Who are you? What is your name? Mike Forbes. Okay, that's not funny, Mike. I'm and I'm going to file a formal complaint. I don't blame you a bit. Because you know what? Uh, this is really not very funny. I know it's not, ma'am. I well, guess what? It's not going to be very funny when I go in front of your supervisor and tell him. I understand. Can, I guess he can just listen to the tape. Yes, he can. I'm sorry. I apologize. Well, Hold sorry on. doesn't Hold cut on it. On I need second. a police officer. Hold on. Oh, God. Douche chill. Ma'am? Yeah. Okay. Twelve and 10 and 12 or 12 and 14? 12 and 13 and a half. Okay. All right. Uh, get police officers on the way. They're on an emergency call right now, but as soon as I can get one free, I'll get them on the way. Oh, well, don't rush or anything. Well, uh, <laughs> I apologize for my smart remark, and I will get them in route as soon as I can. Okay, and what is your name again? Mike Corbis. My number is 605. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Douche chill. Oh, it's so awful. It's so funny. It's so like just like oh god! You, right when he drops the joke, let's just play it right up to the joke All right, one if you more refresh, time. Fresh, you click it. I think it is good to go. Man, it's, so a mom comes home and her kids are fighting. She doesn't feel like she could control, so she calls nine one one. Nine one one. What is your emergency? Yes. Um, he I sounds annoyed. Yeah. What's going on? Um, I've got two teenage daughters, and I just got home from work. They were um, physically fighting with each other, and one of them kicked a hole in a door. And um, they're 12 and almost 14, and the 12-year-old is completely out of control. And I, I can't, I physically, if she's as big as I am, I can't control her. Okay, did you want us to come over to shoot her? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want us to come over and shoot? It's a 911 dispatcher. He thinks it's the improv. He thinks he's at Chuckles. He's doing a set. Jessica, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Uh, Mike Forbes is the man. He's hilarious. If that woman can't control her kids, she deserves to be laughed at. Who can't control their 12-year-old? She obviously wasn't doing something right. Maybe they need to go shoot her. I got to tell you, man, He, uh, it, you're right. You're right because if you're a mom, you ought to be able to control your kids. And you can tell he's annoyed because you know that in Dallas-Fort Worth, I'm sure there are some emergencies going on. And this mom is calling up because she can't control her kids, so she calls 911. You know what? You're completely right, Jessica. I, I don't I don't necessarily fault this cat either. No, I mean I I I would imagine that I would want to make jokes a lot 
when people call in with some of these stupid things. I'm sure not every time you get an emergency at 911 and you just feel like letting loose one time. It sounded like he, like when he answered the phone, he had a hard day already, and he figured, F it. You know? He sounded so annoyed. You could hear, 911, what's your emergency? And then what's so great about it is one, it's like all of us have been children or even hanging out with buddies where you're hanging out and you're talking about something and then you make that one inappropriate joke and then everybody is disturbed. And you're like, oh, man, I'm sorry. Like you took it too far. Like, oh, man, I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. And you're sitting there and you're trying to apologize and you know you're screwed. You know you're going to get in trouble. We went on a lunch one time uh, at our old station with a bunch of the people from the station. And uh, our promotions lady was there with us. <clears throat> and we were sitting there. She was kind of ripping on me, saying that uh, I have a bad voice no, for you, radio. No, you got great voice I have, for radio. I have great pipes. You do. And, uh, and you she, know what you do? You do well. You enunciate really I well. I really do. And she said that I have a voice that would really cater to retards. And this lady was pregnant at the time. So what I said was, well, your baby's going to love me then. <laughs> told a pregnant woman she's going to have a retarded baby, yeah. which is like the worst thing you could ever say to and, a pregnant woman. And at the same time at the table, everybody just went, ooh, ooh. Ooh, too far. And then she gets pissed. She gets like this mom gets, where it's like, you son of a bitch, and now she starts attacking you for real, and she like starts saying things that maybe she hadn't, like she'd been holding back. But unlike him, unlike Mike on the uh, 911, I didn't hold back. I just kept on going with the retard thing. I, I told her that when the baby was being born, all you're going to see is a long forehead coming out. It's not going to stop. Forehead for days like Jessica Simpson. Play this call one more time. It's just too good not to play it one more time. 911, what is your emergency? Yes, um, I need a... You see how annoyed he is? What's going on? Um, I've got two teenage daughters, and I just got home from work. They were... She's um, laughing while she's calling 911. One of them kicked a hole in a door. What an awful and, mother. And um, they're 12 and almost 14, and the 12-year-old is completely out of control, and I, I can't, I physically, if she's as big as I am, I can't control her. Okay, did you want us to come over to shoot her? <laughs> it gets better. Are you there? Excuse me? Uh, that's a joke. Okay, is this thing so on? What is your name? Mike is this Gordon. thing on? Cricket. 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 I'm going to file a formal complaint. I don't blame you a bit. Don't you worry about you know your what? kids. Uh, this is really not very funny. I know it's not. You were laughing well, at the beginning well, of the call. It's not going to be very funny when I go in front of your supervisor and tell him. I understand. Because I guess he can just listen to the tape. Yes, he can. I'm sorry. I apologize. Well, Hold sorry on. doesn't Hold cut on it. I need a police officer. Hold on. And you know what it is? She's frustrated. She can't control her kids, but she can control this guy's job. Yes. Yeah. Okay. 12 and 10 and 12 or 12 and 14. 12 and 13 and a half. Okay. Oh, and a half. All right. Wow. Uh, get the police officers on the way. They're on an emergency call right now, but as soon as I can get one free, I'll get them on the way. Oh, well, don't rush or anything. Well, oh, I, what, a, what a bitch. I apologize for How my dare you? remark, and I will get them in right as soon as I can. Okay, and what is your name again? Mike Forbes. My number is 605. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. What, 37? I love how she says how it's an emergency, but yet she has enough time to keep lecturing him, telling him how much trouble he's going to get yeah. and what type of complaint she's going to file. I'm telling you, dude, it's the exact thing of I can't control my kids. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to call and I'm going to get you in trouble. She needed to flex her muscle somehow, you know? She needed to uh, be in control of something at that time. Mm-hmm.
I'm telling you, it goes back to all these religious wackos that do the same thing with television and radio. They can't control other things in their lives, but they think they can, you know, get somebody who's talking about somebody, somebody making a joke. 911 is a joke. I wish, uh, I think he should go into comedy. I think he's got a future. I think he should be our new phone screener. He's obviously a lot funny. Yes, he he knows when to throw in a joke. He's good. Hey, but you you guys are like, yeah, you got back hair. Hi, I want Mike. Get him on the phone. It's the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Go wrong. 
night here in Orlando coming from Washington DC. Uh, I am uh, one of the hosts, Joe Hefe. That's my that's my my road dog, my that's partner, J Dubs. Uh hide out to general manager Tuttle here helping us out, uh, producer Tommy Bateman, and our phone screener Radio Bottom slash Weatherman is number thirty seven Alex Corolla. His name was Corolla in DC and because of Adam Corolla having a show in town, he actually had a town a show in town in DC at the same time yes. too. But um, it's time to change your name. We called you Corolla because of your your nappy hair, your hairy neck, and um, if only you had a sense of humor. But you don't. So because of that, when you got here, we decided we wanted to change your name, so we gave you a number, which was your packing on the uh, your, where you are on the totem pole here in the hideout, which was number six at the time, uh, behind the machinery. I found a ruler back there as well. And then you're number 38 then, <laughs> because you keep moving down the totem pole because you were absolutely worthless. On right. the phone, I heard him describe himself as number 26. What? I slipped up. How did you give yourself a promotion? I felt 38's too much. There's no reason you should be getting a promotion. I'm decent. No, you're not. I have feelings. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. I hope you don't have feelings for this. Mm. Now, we've been trying to come up with a couple of names for you. You know what I mean? It's... It's tough coming up with a radio name because this is something usually you stick with for the for the for the duration of your career, which will probably be about three months. Mm. So for the next three months, we're gonna we're gonna call you this. Mm. Now I think you're an animal. Mm. I think you were this disgusting. Mm. In fact, Tommy, didn't you have a store you guys were sharing a hotel room? Yeah. Somehow the bathroom after he took a shower was more dirty than it began with. I'm not quite sure how he got clean and then somehow got everything dirty. And there's <laughs> hair everywhere, and he leaves his shavings, like, in the sink. You're a pig. Ugh. That's why I, I want to call him Dirty Sanchez. Oh, come on. <laughs> I think you're an animal. I truly believe that. Well, you know, animals aren't half bad. They're kind of cool. they got that wild side to them. Well, see, so you don't mind the name animal? No, animal. I would like animal. Because I would take it in the positive. You know, you asses would try and make it sound negative. I would turn it into a positive. All right. Filthy animal. Yeah, I like filthy animal. That's or fine with dirty me too. animal. Hmm. Or gay animal. Yeah, well, that, that's... <laughs> I like that one. Mo animal. Hmm. All right. You know what we ought to do? How about gerbil? I give you a choice. I give you a choice. Yeah. Animal? Or you have another nickname. A nickname they used to chant at you. Tell, tell Orlando that story. Orlando didn't need to know that story. They, Orlando needs to know the story. What well, name was it? You gotta bring it up. Go ahead. Alright. Well, um, when I was younger, I used to be a little bit more overweight than uh, I am now. Impossible. Just a tad. <laughs> no. Only a couple pounds. <laughs> Alright? You're a tart. So I used to play, I used to play basketball, and I did. I was good, too. How could you dribble? Because I'm sure if you were trying to dribble, like, your boobs would get in the way, and it just had to be tough. Hmm. Did, did you, you wear a sports, sports bra? <laughs> yeah, I did wear a sports bra. He did at a Coyote <laughs> Ugly appearance, he did. This is different. What number were you? Um, I was actually number eight, uh, because I was so fat. The eight jersey was the smallest jersey they had, and our uniform color was black, so they called me eight ball. And now you're wearing a number 25 jersey, though, right? Yeah. Is that to label this the was... poundage on each breast? 25? This is, this is my, uh, soccer jersey. Uh, but actually, about a year after the whole eight ball thing, eight I ball. still played basketball. 
And uh, we were you the ball? No. Uh, they'd always insist that we would be skins in the uh, versus games, you know, shirts versus skins, because they like to just chant at me. And for some reason, the name Chunks came up, and they would always just chant at me. And I remember one time I did awful in the game, and to punish me, they made me do up downs on the bleachers, and up downs where you just step up and down really quickly, back right. and forth. And they just kept chanting chunks, 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 the whole time. Chunks, 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 chunks. With my shirt off, and you know, it really was jiggling, weren't they? It really kind of bothered me at the time, and I'm still a little weary when I hear it now. And I chunks. It just brings back all the damage that was brought to me in my childhood. All right, here's what we're gonna do then, Dubs. He's gonna get to he's gonna get to earn his new name. He'll have the chance at animal. You will have the chance at Animal. Otherwise, your radio name from henceforth will be Chunks. Mm. Well, I can't let... It's not funny, man. Stop <laughs> laughing. Why are you guys all laughing? It's not funny, man. I'm serious about it. I went home and cried after they called me that. Nobody gave a damn. Look at him crying over there. He's all fat. tearing up. It's funny. Let's pull out of more. They used to get me outside and throw snowballs at me after that, after the games and stuff. You think that's funny, too? <laughs> Joe, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. It does not deserve to talk. It does not deserve a name. <laughs> it needs to sit back there and do its job. It's it just... puts the lotion on its skin. <laughs> I love it. God damn, it's a good one. Oh. I like RB. You know what? I like Tang, because he looks like an orangutan. <laughs> Yeah, but the people would think he actually gets some tang, and he yeah. doesn't. Three and a half years since it's been with the sober girl, huh? Yeah. But, I mean, technically, it's only two and a half. Why cut me that? Why not cut me that? Because with a sober girl. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I didn't even mean that. That's you so- didn't? No, I swear to Christ. What would you say? Nothing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I so didn't mean that. That was hilarious. You had to have. I swear to you. And um, you'll never hear it. Yeah, you did swear. Sorry for you. But here's the thing, Dubs. I say I like it. Although what just happened probably could happen again. So here's what we'll do. It's animal or chunks. Dubs, how are we going to do it? Um, I was had, I had this idea, and I we talked this over with management and lawyers, Whoa. and we cannot... Hit you? What? We cannot put lay our hands on you. Yeah, that's good. So you're gonna lay your hands on yourself. Mm. We've got six pieces of paper in a hat. On three of them, <laughs> it says crotch. On three other ones, it says face. Each uh, one that you pull out, <laughs> you have to slap yourself in that area. Uh. You're gonna pull five of these pieces of paper out. This, <laughs> if you get three to the face, you are chunks. Mm-hmm. If you get three to the crotch, you're animal. So you pull out the piece of example. You pull out a piece of paper right now. It has your name on it and where you're supposed to hit yourself. Mm. You get there's six pieces of paper. You're gonna be able to pull five times. Whichever one you get three of first, basically. Yes. Will be your new name. Three of first? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm confused. Of course you are. Yeah. You're a retard. <clears throat> It's very simple. So your your top half is chunks. Uh, your face is chunks. And if you slap yourself three times in the face, you're going to be chunks. If, st- if you have to slap yourself three times in the crotch, you're going to be animal. Okay. It's very simple. 
Why are you smiling like that? Because I can't wait to see you hit yourself. And you have to hit yourself. This is so embarrassing. <laughs> it's degrading in the fact that you're going to be choosing your own name by beating yourself up. I can't just... I like Corolla. Corolla works. <laughs> Corolla doesn't work. It does. I want you to begin to pull. I want you to stand up so that all of us can see you. Come on. In your shame. We have to be able to hear you hit. And if you do not hit yourself hard enough, we're the panel of judges. If you don't hit yourself hard enough, you got to do it again. All right, first paper. What does it say on it? Well, let me open it up. Sweet. Wait, no, that's bad. <laughs> this is face and chunks. <laughs> Uh. All right, you see how it's a no-win for you, the way we set it up. So you have to slap yourself in the face, and that's one step closer to you being named Chunks. Are right, you ready? Yep. One, two. Uh, Not no. good enough. Not good enough. Ah, I hit bone. That's why it didn't make a noise. Ah. <laughs> Got to do it again. Chin shot. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Put, it, put yourself don't, right on the mic. I'm going to tell you what. You Don't turn your face when you smack yourself. you got to keep your face still. <laughs> <laughs> ah! ah! Come on. That was good enough. Chunks. 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 Are you all right? No, I hit myself hard. What do you think? I'm all right. You're going to ask that. Jesse, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Do you want a purse? It does not deserve a name with more than two letters. <laughs> Come on, get the hell out of here. <laughs> I like Jesse. Wasn't right. it Joe a second ago? Whatever, she can go by whatever name she wants yeah. to go by. I bet she does. <laughs> Pull it out, what do you got? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> this one's blank. What does it say? It's face chunks. <laughs> so you, gotta, you want to hit yourself on the other side or you want to go the same side? You guys pick. You do whatever you want. It's yeah. your name. It's your face. With his right hand. His I'm going right to have to go left, man. I hit myself that first time, like, right in the joint of my jaw. I'm going to go with the left. Ah! <laughs> I clipped my ear. <laughs> That's... Good idiot. Chunks! 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 Why don't you swing your purse next time? I yeah. mean, honestly, honestly, you're embarrassing yourself. To be a good stunt guy, you got to hit yourself really hard, man. Mm. Yeah, all right, fine. Give it. Give me the next one. You want it hard? <laughs> I'll show you guys. All these wise-assing me. Hey, you stupid. Oh, you can't get the phone. He's dumb. Again, we're trying to name. We're trying to name Radio Bottom. Oh. Well, it says animal, but I mean, what else does it say? It's just junk. Oh, so I mean self-inflicted <laughs> junk shot. Oh, God. Put the mic down there. Oh, there hasn't been anything this close to it in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Yeah, All right, you don't have to hear yourself hard though, because you know even well, a simple oh yeah you do a simple slap will you know anything down there will really hurt. No, he has to hit hard. Countdown. Three, two, two one. one. <laughs> It's your, it's your sack. What's wrong with you? Why are you hitting yourself? Cup check. <laughs> Be a man. Get up. You got Come another on. paper to draw. Walk it off. Stomach. Walk it off. 
Ah, it just keeps growing. <laughs> it's going up in my stomach, man. Do you need a break? No. Get this sick-sadistic thing over with. <laughs> give me the give me the damn hat. We got to take a break. No, come on. Got to take a break. Ah. <laughs> we'll finish you off. Ah. The Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Chunks. Chunks. Daddy. Chunks. Chunks. Daddy. Chunks. Chunks. Daddy. All right, stop. Jiggling and listen. I'm queer, dirty, and sexually retarded. Tarted, tarted, tarted. If y'all want to party like we do, if y'all want to party like us, then it is like, ah, 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 If y'all want to party like we do, if y'all want to party like us, then it is like, ah, 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 Whatever. I'm gay. I've got boobs. The lap dance is so much better when the stripper is crying. Yes, the lap dance is so much better when the stripper is crying. Amy and Walter are playing for tickets to go see George Clinton. Uh, and the Parliament, and uh, also uh, P-Funk, essentially, at the House of Blues coming up this Saturday night. Tickets still available. Call 407-934-BLUE for ticket info. Uh, we're all going, and we'd love for you to join in, join us. So it's up to Amy or Walter. What is going on is right now we have J-Dubs. Dubs, you there? Yeah, what's up, man? Dubs is outside the Clear Channel compound here in Maitland, and he is going to attempt to smoke 20 cigarettes in 20 minutes. If he accomplishes that feat, Walter will end up winning the P-Funk tickets. If uh, if he doesn't, that means Amy ends up winning, and she will be going to see P-Funk. Now you got 20, right? I've got 20 cigarettes here, and I've got, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start off with two at a time, see how that works out for me. Okay, uh, we're going to start here in about 20 seconds, okay? Okay. And what I want you to do is uh, you'll go till 8.23. And we're giving away the P-Funk tickets. Now, um, you have everything ready to go? You have them all lined up and set the way you want them? Yeah, I have uh, them all half pulled out of the box so I can get just easy access to them. And I actually got two in the side of my mouth right go. now ready to go. Oh. All right. And, the, and you are officially on the clock, J-Dubs, as he attempts to smoke 20 cigarettes in 20 minutes. Now, Tuttle is out there, the hideout general manager, and he is going to be keeping an eye on you. If people want to drive by, I guess you got 20 minutes to watch Dubs try to accomplish this feat. Now, Tommy, have you ever smoked a cigarette in your life? Um, no. No? No. Lung cancer runs in the family, and I have kind of an addictive personality, so I'm like, why just even bother smoking? Throw caution to the wind. Do it. I've always wanted to smoke, but I never got into it. The other thing I thought, too, if I smoked, you give me a real cool radio voice. You notice I'm kind of a little high-pitchy? Yeah, because that works for me. <laughs> well, that's your saliva glands. That's not because, I mean, if it wasn't for your saliva glands, you actually probably would have a pretty decent radio voice. Well, you'd think all the smoke would drive you out. <laughs> you would think that, wouldn't you? Or at least sucking on all the uh, the cigarettes with the filters, you figure that would sop up a little bit of that extra saliva. 
And it just doesn't. It doesn't work out for you. Now, Chunks, you're a smoker. How many do you think you smoke a day? I don't know. Couple. <laughs> Packs? No. Whenever... Not as many as doves. No, whenever Dub smokes, you go out with him and smoke. Yeah, I, but that's different. But you know, he, he'll smoke like two or three in a car ride you, you in know about what, ten minute span. You know what I've noticed too, Dubs? Whenever I sleep in my own bedroom, because you guys are crashing with me right now until you get your place, whenever I walk out of my bedroom in the morning to maybe get some Gatorade or something from the kitchen and you guys are sleeping in the living room, it smells like stale cigarettes. Two down. You've already got the two down. Yeah, I'm drooling like crazy too. Why would you be drooling? I don't understand. Because my mouth's trying to overcompensate for all the uh, dryness that's coming into it. All right, so you knocked out two in less than two minutes. Let me talk to Tuttle for a second. What's up, man? Uh, how's it going? Does he look like he's doing okay? Um, actually, I think he's already starting to slow down a little bit. Because he barely knocked out two in less than two minutes. I don't think he's going to be able to no, do it. No, there's no way. And he's actually got a crowd down here. A couple of the promotions people from our uh, sister stations have stopped by, and they're actually smoking along with uh, Dubs. Oh, you know, this would actually be great if everybody came out. We'll start calling that the cancer corner here at the Clear Channel yeah, compound. That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, and it, it actually looks like death underneath here. Have you seen the part, actually, the part where they smoke at? No. It's underneath an overhang where, like, all the people park their cars if they're unloading stuff where they could keep dry. So there's, like, actually a roof, but it's opened up. And you can actually see the tar... On the roof, and it's outside. There's so much tar on the roof and the people smoking underneath this damn thing. Is that tar pictures of Dubs' uh, mom's teeth? And you know you know, I look at Dubs' teeth, too. He Also, he's got the yellow teeth thing going. Yeah. Which is always sexy when you really think about it. Now, now, you... n- now Dubs is actually taking sips of Powerade in between uh, drags. As if he were some sort of a champion. Like... Yeah, he... It's like one of those Gatorade commercials, almost. He's 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 coming off the field, and and he's taking a big swig, and now he looks like he's actually getting his second wind back now. All right, this all right. Well, that's the only wind he's gonna get if he's doing all the smoking. I don't understand. All right, let me talk to Dubs for a second. All right, he's almost done with his uh, third and fourth. Uh, third and fourth are done. Wow, he's moving along quite nicely. I I don't think he's gonna make it. Hold on, it. let him light up first here. Now it's twenty cigarettes in a pack. And he's smoking the P-Funks, and that's how we tied it in, giving away the P-Funk tickets right. for this Saturday night. You you got a nicotine high yet? Not yet. By the way, children, you shouldn't smoke. Uh, as a non-smoker, I can tell you this now. Don't do not do it. It's really yeah, a disgusting, it's terrible. It's really a disgusting habit. Are you getting that high yet, though? No? No, not yet. I think I have to like, let it shut in for a second. Now you should. You really should speed it up a little bit, my friend. I really want Amy to go to the show with us. Plus, she was a smoker. You guys could sit there and smoke. You probably bum a few smokes off of her. Sounds like it'd work out just. I fine. love that because I'm losing out on a pack now. You really are. You didn't even think about that before you agreed to it, huh? Hey, Dubs. No, I love it. I'm getting paid for a smoke break. That is true. Amy took the under, so she said that he couldn't do it. All right. Well, in that case, slow down. It's Walter who gets to go. Hey, Dubs, I got this email at yeah. wtks.com. I'd like to run this by you while you're sitting there smoking. All right. Uh, this comes from Garrett. He says, here's an idea for a bit each night. Have listeners send in ideas to beat up chunks every night. If he passes, oh, well. Push him so far he quits so we don't have to listen to him whine. Uh, some people are actually getting uh, tired of chunks after the first week. Well, he wears on you. He really does. I, I feel like, like I'm going to puke, man. <laughs> do you really? 
Yeah, I hit up the fall rate. You think you're going to throw up? Uh, if I keep hydrated, I won't. I think you should throw up. What? He's, he thinks he's going to throw up for some reason. Well, I got like a, for the dry throw up, get like gagging reflexes. Oh. All right, you know what you should think of? Runny eggs. Glory hole. Oh, that makes me just go faster. You know what you should think I of? I like to smoke that stuff faster when I think of glory holes. <laughs> you should think of mayonnaise. You have a fear of condiments. Pretend those little white cigarettes are little uh, little packets of mayonnaise that you're, you're puffing on. Stop it. What's your thing with mayonnaise? Why do you hate it so much? I don't know. It's, the whole thing is just white condiments in general. I don't like uh, the uh, the uh, blue cheese. I don't like the ranch. I don't like any of that stuff. Hmm. Remember when he had his rant against Panera Bread? Oh, yeah. He actually dubs one off one time. We love Panera, but he got mad because... Uh, I guess something was included, mayonnaise, and it didn't well, say. Well, yeah, it they, the they pre-make all their sandwiches, a lot of them, and they, uh, you know, you can't get a special order. No, I think it was one that was like one grill they grill up or something, and he's he got so pissed. I love that Panera though. Just threw up. Did you throw up? Yeah. All right, let me talk. Let me talk to Tuttle. And now I gotta talk on this damn phone. Dude, he, he got puke on the phone. What happened? Why did he throw up? What, did he's, he's like being a he's, he's like being a woman. He look, he's getting to come down here and smoke on on the company's time, and he's throwing up now. All right, chunks, you got something? Yeah, can he still keep going, or is he eliminated? Or? No, he can still keep going. He's, oh, he's still got to just smoke twenty cigarettes All right, before. He's, uh, he's done with six now. Before eight twenty-three, ah, he's not gonna do it. I can't see him doing it. He's running out of time already. All right, you better jump on four at a time to make up some time. Yeah, he took up a lot of that time puking. Let me talk to him after he puked. All right, hold on. I can't believe uh, he puked. Hey, what's up, man? Why did you puke? I don't know. It just happened. All that orange Powerade just came all out of me. Uh, it's like your little baby. Uh, like yeah. like someone was uh, trying to get you to spit up. Like someone was trying to burp you. I don't think I can do it, man. I'm high now. <laughs> <laughs> you got the nicotine high? Oh, yeah. I tell you what. Let's take a commercial. We'll break a little early. Okay. You keep smoking. All right. We'll come back and we'll see where you're at. Okay. You're really high? Oh, I'm high as hell. <laughs> Is it feel good? It's going to be a fun show. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> now I can't wait till you crash. You're high and you've puked all this in the last seven minutes. That's all I need for the high. I just need to puke. Is that, rooms. Is that what it is? <laughs> You miss those good old days, huh? I really do. I used to you stop smoking or what? I'm going again. Nice. I want you to win, dude. Hold on a second. Dan, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, is this Ella Huffy? Yeah, what's up, bro? Hey, man, homeboy's going to get uh, nicotine poisoning, man. You think you... Is there such a thing? Yeah, man. You can, uh, Nicotine is a freaking uh, poison they used to use to... To uh, spray on plants and kill bugs, man. Oh, I can't wait for that high. Yeah, that's why oh. he's getting sick. That's what. So many damn cigarettes. He's uh, he's gonna, he's puking, man. All right, thank you, Dan. Well, I tell you what, hang through this commercial break. Let's see if Dubs dies. It's the, it's the hideout real, real radio 104.1. At 8:03, began smoking a pack of cigarettes. Dubs, you there? Uh, actually, no. This is Tuttle. Okay, Dub said he could smoke 20 cigarettes a pack in 20 minutes. The uh, time is officially up at 8.23, and I'm going over this right here. We had a call from Dan. He talked about nicotine poisoning fact sheet. 
He uh, it says here online um, some symptoms may appear as soon as 15 to 30 minutes in. They include dizziness, nausea, or vomiting, stomach pain, weakness, increased drooling are also signs. Tuttle, what is going on downstairs at the Clear Channel compound? Tuttle? Uh-oh. Right, he's some, dead. Somebody get Dubs on the phone. Somebody get Tuttle on the phone. I hope he's okay. You think he's okay, Tommy? Um, Probably not. Did you? Did we able to get a hold of Poison Control? Yeah. Then they yelled at me. They're like, "Cause I could only find the emergency number." And they're like, "This is an emergency only thing. This is shouldn't be calling for radio shows." Well, they don't have to go on the air, and it is somewhat of an emergency. She said there is such thing as uh, nicotine poisoning, and she's like, she started going on, and she's like, "Why did somebody get into some uh, nicotine or something?" And I was like, "Well, this guy's doing a stunt," and she's like, "What a stunt? What are you talking about?" She doesn't know anything about radio, does she? She doesn't know anything about the hideout, does she? Now, this is Dubs putting his body on the line, because Dubs would be willing to do whatever he can to try to help out. But now I'm starting to get worried about my boy. I don't need him dying down there. You'll get in the press. That is true. Radio show loses host. Tuttle. Tuttle, you there? Yes, I am here. Sorry about that. That's all right. Actually, I think all the nicotine puke and, and just smoke is gumming up this phone. I swear to God, I actually think that I am talking into a cigarette right now. This phone reeks so bad. Now, how is Dubs doing? Because he's got less than five minutes to go. Will he, ac- will he accomplish the cigarette challenge? Well, this is what we got right now. He just started lighting up nine and ten. Oh, God. He's not so going to he, do it. Yeah, he's slowing up, and, and every symptom that you just read off, he has it. Again, said, for nicotine poisoning, the fact sheet, according to this, dizziness, nausea, or vomiting, stomach pain, weakness, and increased drooling. Now, with the increased drooling, that's just Dub's period, because he has uh, overactive salivary glands. Yeah, right now he's just drooling. He's got it, like, he's dripping on his shirt. He, I mean, it, it, it's just disgusting in the puke. He was drinking orange Powerade. It looked like it looked like sherbet, like orange sherbet, all over the floor. Oh wait a second! This isn't the nicotine poison fact sheet. This is uh, this is the fact sheet for chicks who have had sex with chunks. I'm sorry, I got to go to a different web page. I'm a little confused. He didn't like that one. Let me talk to Dubs. All right, here he is. Thank you, Tuttle. He's not making any sense though. That's perfect. This is J Dubs. What sense would he make? Hey, buddy. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. You sound awful. You sound like you just had sex with Chunks. That's I don't on feel tonight. that bad. Okay. Actually, I think the truth.com bad just pulled up. Did it? No. It should have. <laughs> this is the perfect example. Do you think you're going to make it, bro? you got less than three minutes. you got to start smoking hardcore for, uh, for Amy. I'll, I'll, for I'll, I'll beef up. Hold on. Let me get a couple more. Uh, Where are you at, 9 and 10 right now? Yeah. Do you think you're going to die? Yeah. Do you really think you're going to die? Uh, either I'm going to die or I'm going to be real happy the rest of the night. We'll see which one happens. Either way, I'll win. <laughs> I think if you die, I'll be real happy the rest of the night. It's a dream come true, my friend. Well, we definitely need to get a picture of uh, the floor out here for uh, realradio.fm. You think so? Oh, yeah. It's the disgusting. The puke and the cigarette butts? Yeah. They're all just right next to each other. The puke, the cigarette butts, and the power rage just sit all next to each other. Oh, it's classy. 
I'll tell you if I could describe the hideout in one word, it would be classy. What's going on, Chunks? Dude, Dan uh, keeps calling back, begging him to stop, because he said he's had it before, and he just keeps saying, just tell him to stop. It's like, well, you know, he's like, I don't want to go on air. Just make sure he stops smoking. Well, he I'm had, a chip. I can handle it. He had nicotine poisoning? That's what he said. The guy who uh, called before, who told you about it, he said he actually had it. He's like, tell him to stop. It's not fun, not fun to deal with at all. But it is worth it. Because <laughs> you are smoking. It isn't fun, but it's funny. So let's go. <laughs> You think you can throw up again? I hope. Have some more Powerade. I hear that makes you feel better. I'm almost out. I, I had a full one. I had a full, I don't know how many ounces this is, uh, 32 ounce one when I came out. This is, this is my last drink of it. All right, sounds like somebody wants to give you some words of encouragement. Maddox, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. guy said he wanted to come smoke something with you. I don't think oh, you, you, you feel free. I don't think he was talking about cigarettes, though, Dubs. Well, I, I, I totally take my mind off of it. You think that would help? Sure. Dubs, how many cigarettes have you been smoking? Where are you at? What are you? What cigarette are you at right now? I'm about to start loving at 12. 12? You got 30 seconds to smoke eight. Come on, brother. Put <laughs> 30 them seconds to smoke eight? Smoke eight. Watch me do it. Go out with a bang. Come on, man. Again, this is for the P-Funk tickets. If you don't accomplish it, Amy's going to see P-Funk. If you do, Walter is going to see P-Funk. What's going to end up happening, J-Dubs? Ten. Nine. Eight. Did he put all the rest of them in his mouth? I guess if he did, we won't be able to hear it. And time! That's 20 minutes, J-Dubs. 20 minutes. Are you finished? No, I'm not. Oh. Well, congratulations to Amy, who said, as a smoker, there's no way, absolutely no way you'd be able to smoke 20. She was right. In 20 minutes. You sound dejected now, my friend. I do. I, I failed. You did the, fail. My, my puke's on the floor, and there's a bunch of cigarette butts. Sounds like and a party. Actually, someone just came up and smoked a cigarette. I think I'm going to go punch him in the face. <laughs> now you understand why I hate smokers, don't you? Yeah, but tomorrow I'll be buying another pack. I know me. Do you? All right, my friend. Well, congratulations. Thank you for uh, thank you for letting people down. I'm sorry. You know what? You know what? Cowboys fan says, no matter what, J Dubs, you are a beast because no other host would do that. Hey, I try to uh, impress him, please. And you're impressing a guy who spells wood, W O O D. So those are the people who are proud of you. Welcome to our show. Thank you, Cowboys fan. We do appreciate it, my friend. As a Cowboys fan, I do uh, do dig that. All right, Dubs, well, you want to go ahead and... Con- I tell you what, go ahead and hang out down there, finish your cigarettes. All right, I will. Come back. I, yeah. come back I might up. light up another one. Just do a single one this time. Yeah, well, enjoy yeah, it. A, a celebration one. Okay. All right, brother. There goes Dubs. He died? Possibly. He failed. I can't believe Dubs failed, man. Dubs was the king of stunts in D.C. Are you saying he's gone soft? I think in Orlando he's getting he's gotten a little fat. Wasn't he uh, even even more uh, hardcore in uh, Michigan? Oh, yeah. When we did stuff in, in mid-Michigan on the skank shift and the edge zone, 
Dubs would do some stuff, man, you could never even imagine him doing. He was essentially Chunks. Why would you call your best friend that? Well, back then. So that gives Chunks hope. Although, here's the mm. only problem. Dubs eventually got laid. Chunks, I don't see it happening. Nope. It's just not gonna. Especially when he runs around showing people his uh, shaved chest in the office. Yeah, that was really disturbing. So congratulations to Amy. She won the pair of tickets to go see George Clinton in the Parliament Live at the House of Blues coming up this Saturday. I will be there. Chunks will be there. If Dubs lives until Saturday, Dubs will be there. Is there a lot of smoke there? At the House of Blues, I want, I'm sure you could probably smoke at the House of Blues. In fact, I'm not a big fan of smoking and venues where you can't smoke, but I would, I would be disappointed, I think. Cause you just figure House of Blues, cigarette smoke, you, it, you just figure it adds to the ambiance. I would assume of death. Back in a second, it's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Fred Rogers, you're in the Hideout on Real Radio. Thank you, FFA. Hi, J-Dubs. How's it going, Fred? I heard you talking about a man in Long Island that has a fascination with feet. I think it's called a fetish. Yes. Can you say that, Hefe? Fetish? Fetish. One more time. Fetish. I knew you could. He isn't the only one that likes some bitch-ass trick to stick her feet in his face. (laughs) I like it, too. You're into feet, Fred. Sometimes... I like to flip some skank on her back and grab her by the ankles and just go to town looking between her toes. Okay, and then I, I, all right. If, just, uh, if I, I'm feeling really kinky, I like to pour salsa or cream corn on them and just go to town while she screams, you're a whore for my salsa-covered feet. All right, that's a little uncomfortable, and I'd like you... I mean, I don't mind you calling in and participating, Fred Rogers, but, you know, we just... Hey, Fred, uh, what got you into uh, feet? I think it's the domination part of the feet. I really love to have and see how far down my throat I can all stick right, the feet. All right, all right, it's all right, all right. I love when I get heel deep. Okay, and stop. Hold on, Fred Rogers. Hold on. <laughs> I, I want to talk to you because we want to talk about foot fetishes, but Fred Rogers, you got to be mindful of the times that we're living in. Are you there, Mr. Fred Rogers? It may seem gross to you about my foot fetish, but it's a lot better than my old favorite. What was it? I used to in the base of a Lady Elaine Fairchild puppet. Okay. All right. You know what? Uh, I'm, they... I kept it there. I kept it there for a few days. Thank and you. And then I'd pour it back in my thing. All right. Get that. Dump that. And I'm going to have to let you go. What's wrong with him? What's wrong with Fred Rogers? Does he know? Does Fred Rogers know the climate that we are in right now? Chill. Just on the phone right now, J Dubs. From timecube.com is Gene Ray. Now, Gene Ray has this whole theory concerning time cubes. And he says that we've been misled, led astray, bamboozled, that we didn't land on Plymouth Rock, Plymouth Rock landed on us. That doesn't make sense about time travel. I don't think it's actually time travel, though. Hmm. Gene, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. I'm here. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, and uh, 
I'm doing fine, and uh, good to talk to you. Good to talk the, to you. Uh, without time travel, you wouldn't be here today. Life is time travel. We travel time every day. It's well, that's time, time moving. That's not that, time travel. It, it, well, it's time motion. It's time travel. And uh, it, uh, time kind of like a, a gearbox. It bumps you up a day every day, but the earth is perpetual time. And so it bumps you up every day. And so, uh, but without without. The time travel, like I say, we are traveling in time. And, uh, we we wouldn't exist today, but even the uh, the past, present, future is you, usually created at the same time, like the grandparent, parent. Gene, the, you uh, wrote a book? Huh? No, he's on the internet, timecube.com. You have a website? Yeah. I now what is it? Now what you say is there? Wow. Is there a god, Gene? No, no. Everything in the universe is composed of opposites. The Earth is not an entity, for it has two opposite hemispheres. Without opposite hemispheres, it would not exist. Humans are composed of opposite sexes. Without opposite sexes, humans would not exist. Okay, Mr. Obvious. Yeah. Can you tell us something we don't know? So what what about God? Why is there no God? God's a singularity. It's an entity. It's uh, God's a male, and the Trinity is, is the same sex. And that doesn't happen every time. You can't have a male without the female. You know what? You know what? I know who we need to get to talk to you about this, Sir Gary the Prophet. Um, if he would call in, 407 916 1041, I think he'd be able to argue with you over whether or not there's a God or not. But let's continue to move on. Timecube.com is your website. Gene Ray in the hideout. Now, you say that religion is bad. Why is that? Why is that no God? No, why, why is religion bad? Well, why is it bad, Gene Ray Dudley? Now, let's say you're going to trace your ancestors back. You had four grandparents. They had four. They had four. They had four. Going back ten generations, you got a million ancestors. You're going outwardly. You don't go back to a single point like a god, like an entity. Now, how far do you go back? According to Pyramid, your four corners... I go back to Mexico. All right, Gene. Well, the, your four corners are, are your grandparents, and each cornerstone, your great-grandparents. That's far as you trace your ancestors back. You know, Gene... You're starting to make a lot of sense, but this is the big question. Dale Jr. or Kurt Busch? Which one? What's that now? Dale Jr. or Kurt Busch? What do you think? Uh, uh, I don't know. I, I can't hear you uh, uh, loud as I, uh, I'd like to get a bit more volume for good. Gene Ray, TimeCube.com. Who are the evil people in the world? Well, the most educated. What? Yeah, the cute. The, see, through uh, you're so not Dubs a, is an evil man because you go around four corners in a lifetime, like baby, child, parent, and grandparent, and none of those occur at the same time. So you're not a human entity. You act a cubic. You're born a cubic because you go around four corners in a lifetime. But we're educated to uh, as the uh, something, which is religion, and each each religious person has their own personal god. And then academia or the singularities, and they establish themselves above the family and above the uh, the village. Now, you have a very intricate website at timecube.com. Would you be willing to take some phone calls? Yep. All right, so 407 if you have questions for Gene Ray. Um, now, so who's lying to us then? Because if there's not a God, if the religion is so bad, who is it that's lying to us? Who's lying to us? Yeah. The, the government, the, edu- the educators, the religious people, they all, uh, word is the most efficient form of enslavement that's ever been conceived. Word is, uh, 
It's, it's fictitious. It has no inherent value. It represents value. In fact, the Bible says in the beginning there was word. Therefore, God is a product of word. God, word and God are fictitious. What do you think about the new pope? Well, I think he's out of place. The new one is the uh, came from the uh, office of where they used to hold the inquisitions, where they went out and uh, accused innocent people of, of being uh, uh, anti-God, and, they'd, they'd even, and then they'd make uh, they would uh, the Nazis. They would torture them. They would torture them and make them implicate their neighbors, and, and they would burn whole families at the stake. And that's the same person that you said, the new Pope, he came from that same office of the Inquisition. All right, we got a question for you. Hold on, here we go, Gene Ray. Gene Ray, timecube.com. It's the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Johnny, you're talking to Gene. Yeah, hi, Gene. Hey, John. Hey, uh, what, what I'm wanting to know is you said about how everybody has four sets of grandparents, and you were saying how far back do we go. Well, that's what I want to know. Where does it all begin? Where do we stop having grandparents? That's a great question, Johnny. Well, you, you go back, according to the pyramid, uh, we have a pyramid connection. You go, you, your four grandparents represent the four corners of the pyramid, and you, the, the, uh, each cornerstone has four corners, uh, which are the great-grandparents. And as far as you go back, it's counting your ancestors. Because, uh, like I say, you go back ten generations if you keep going, or you can uh, ten generations to give you over a million. If you keep going, you have more ancestors than the people on earth. Because you're going backwards, multiplied by four. There's no God back there. Wow, so you have just proven there is no God. Gene Ray from TimeCube.com. I feel like I've been lied to this whole time. T, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. Oh, yeah, I got one question. He says God has no opposite. Right. Mother Earth. Well, then, if God would be considered the light, who would be considered the darkness on his opposite side? Gene, what about that? Well, the opposite side of the male God would be a female God, a mother God. But I'm not the, talking uh, about male or female, man. Th there is no, uh, uh, the Earth is not an entity. It has two opposite uh, hemispheres. As an entity, it does not even exist. All humans exist between the two opposites of femininity and masculinity. T uh, Femininity, humans don't even exist. G but, Gina, but hold on a second. Hold it, Gene. I got a question for you. Where are you from? I'm from uh, Atlanta, Miami, Pitt, St. Petersburg, Alabama. Oh, is you from the from there? You where did where were you educated? Um, mainly Alabama. Oh, did you go to University of Alabama? No, I didn't go to college. I wasn't brainwashed. Oh, okay. Brainwashed. Uh, so you get brainwashed, you go to college, and that's, that's where right. they teach all these that's lies right. to you. Hmm. They, they, they do not have the freedom of speech to even debate the time cube. I get email all the time from college students. So they, you know, I would just like the president of the student body, and we're going to debate the time cube come hell or high water. I never hear from them. Academia cannot allow the time cube to be known. And what, what have you been up to since voicing over the Dukes of Hazard? Say it again. Nothing. Don't worry about it. Uh, I tell you what, Gene, can you hold on? Because we've got a lot of people who want to talk to you about the time cube. They're interested. Okay. All right, Gene, hold on just a second, buddy. Gene Ray, he says there's no God. we got to get Sir Gary the Prophet. Come on, Sir Gary, we need you. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Everybody has questions for Gene. Hold on. 
Learn about the world according to Gene Ray and TimeCube.com only in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Gene Ray, his website is TimeCube.com. Some of the things that he says is that the educated are the evil people in the world, that there is no God, that we have been lied to. I don't like being made to look stupid. I don't either. Gene Ray, uh, let me ask you a question. How does all this affect like men and women and like diseases like HIV and stuff? Because you say something about pyramids or not pyramids, but like cubism. What is cubism? The time cube. Well, cubism midday to midday is twenty-four hour day. Sundown to sundown is twenty-four hour day. Midnight to midnight is twenty-four hour day. Sun up sun up twenty-four hour day. All within a single rotation of Earth. We don't talk one corner. We talk stupidity. Wow. Actually, they are uh, the uh, the sun orbits the Earth. The Earth orbits the sun. They both happen. They're two opposites, but they both happen. And each season, Earth spirals and orbits the sun. Each season has its own separate year. There are four separate years in the, the, uh, in, in the Earth in orbit, one Earth orbits year. the sun. Each season has its own separate year. Uh, you know what, Gene Ray? we got a couple of calls. People want to talk to you. Again, 407-916-1041. Phil. Phil, you're in the hideout with Gene Ray. Hi. Okay. You, you've got to get this guy off the phone now. He's not Gene Ray. He's really Ibu Kebet. Ibu Kebet is an agent of the Rognus clan, and TimeCube.com, it's, it's a bunch of garbage that was made by the bad aliens. You... Is this Phil from MyNameIsPhil.com? Can you keep a secret? Yes. Yes, it is. All right, so you say that this is all part of an evil conspiracy by aliens who are out to get us. Yeah, yeah, it's it's the bad aliens. It's it's Rognus, Rognus two, and Rognus four, and and Evil Kemet. That's the guy you have on the phone. He's he's an agent. He's he's sort of like what the director of the FBI is on Earth. He's that on on the planet Rognus, and it's bad. Gene Ray, would you would you like to comment on this accusation? Uh, no, I'm I am the uh, time giver. Uh, I created four days. God don't create one day. I created four days simultaneously. Yeah, you hear, you hear that? With my discovery. My you hear that? You hear that? What, what do you think? The aliens. the aliens were smart. They wouldn't come over here because we put them in jail and I put them in a cage and sell tickets to watch You them. hear that? Yeah. He, what he's saying, that he's quoting the direct, the direct scripture from the planet Rognus, from their Bible. And that's, you know, he was talking about religion being bad, all religion being evil. It, it's not true. The, only the religions like the, 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 from the planet Rognus are evil, like the, the religion All right, that... Phil, thank you. Stop breathing into the phone. I'm not. Stop it. I'm not. Ass. Gene Ray, I'm a, I'm sorry, man. I don't want people coming in here talking trash about you. You seem like a good guy and you invented something. Now, you don't believe in God, right? No. Har- that, that, everything in the universe is composed of opposites. And there's without, no opposite to God. Humans would not exist. All right, let's there talk- is no singularity. Singularity is death. Let's talk to Harvey. God, worshiping God is worshiping death. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that. Let's talk to Harvey. Harvey, you're in the hideout with Gene Ray from TimeCube.com. Hello? Hello, this is Harvey Finkelstein, uh, Finkelstein and Moyers, attorney at law. And I was wondering, is this man looking for a religion? Are you looking for a religion? What would you like to convert him to, Harvey? Looking for something to believe in. Possibly. Uh, well, I have the religion for you, Jews for Jesus. What about and, that? What about Jews for Jesus? Do you think you can get, by, get behind that, Gene? What's that? You think you can get behind Jews for Jesus? Jews for Jesus? Mm-hmm. Well, the uh, if you're a Christian, you're a Jewish. God, Jesus is a Jew. God's a Jew. 
the government is based upon Judaism, education upon Judaism, but like I said on my website, I'm not a Jew. My mother wasn't a Jew, and my father's is, not a Jew. Is there anything wrong with being one? With my birth. Well, well, there is one perk to uh, Jesus, Jews for Jesus. No toising. We do not believe All right, Harvey. Thank you. A couple more questions, Gene Ray. People are fascinated with you. You, you understand that. you got a hit there on your hands at timecube.com. You make any money with this? Nope. You don't want any money. What do you do for a living then? Well, I'm retired. Then I'm a retired master electrician, inventor, and uh, that inventor. kind of thing. I've been invent? working on the time cube over, over 20 years. What about What's this about clocks being wrong? You see all the clocks are wrong? Yeah, well, see, when you your hand is in one quarter of a clock, but... The time is moving in all four quarters of a clock, so therefore each hour hand should have three stubs on it to indicate time motion in all four quarters. So we need more time. stubs. We need more stubs on the clock. I can get behind that. I can start that movement. Yeah. I'm about to start one. We need, we need uh, Eric. one hour hand with three stubs on it for every clock and, and 24-hour clocks. There's uh, four 24-hour days in a single rotation of Earth. I got but you. Hold on. Gene, right. stupidity. Gene, I understand tight stupidity, of course. Uh, Eric, you uh, you want to talk to Gene Ray in the hideout? Yeah, I, I, I just got a question. This uh, whole 4 by 4 by 4 thing has got me curious. If uh, our ancestors equal to more than the people on the face of the planet... How does that work yeah. out, Gene Ray? 4 by 4 yeah, yeah, for Hacksaw Jim Duggan's God? I didn't hear. It. Don't worry about his question. His question was silly. Let's go to Dozer, the, day, the gatekeeper. Dozer, the gatekeeper, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Yeah, I was calling to find out if the uh, time cube, in fact, looks like a pack of Newport lights. What are the chances that that time cube looks like a pack of Newport lights? Don't worry about it, Gene Ray. It's a tough question. Mm. By the way, Dozer, the gatekeeper, great to hear from you. We missed you, my friend. One more call. Gene Ray? Gene, you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right. All right. Just want to make sure you're hanging in there. Timecube.com. I'm telling you, Dubs, I'm learning, and I feel like I've been cheated by my Texas Tech University education. You've been brainwashed. I've did been brainwashed. No, 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 no. Not brainwashed. Brainwashed. Yes, you have did, been. Did you know your father was a fish? My father <laughs> was a fish? Absolutely. My, now, my father, I'd rather call him a scumbag because... What? Uh, what? You know how you know how salmon swim upstream and they fertilize the female egg laid in the water. Mm -hmm. Little sperm fish swim swims up the birth channel and fertilizes the female egg laid in the water, just like the uh, salmon. Hey, Gene, Gene, is your wife there? My wife there. I don't have a wife. She passed away. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm sorry. sorry about that, Gene. Yeah, I'm, and I'm sorry. sorry that you know you uh, had to cancel the meeting tonight to uh, come on the air. Yeah, I understand. It's Alabama got meetings. Yeah. Uh, Walt, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. You can put the white cap away for the night. Hey, uh, yeah, my question for Gene is, uh, Gene, how far did you make it in school, or did you go all the way? Now, that's a great question, Walt. What, what, what's the top out in the education there, Gene? Because you say yeah. ed education is brainwashing. I, I, I finished high school, and I'm a, I've studied all my life. I'm a master electrician. Uh, I'm an inventor. I got inventions. I worked on nuclear plants, power plants, and oh, uh, flown aircraft. I've steered ships and uh, things. Oh, I don't nature. know if we can send in the air. Steered oh. ships. Oh, ships. Oh, ships. Well, Gene Ray, I want to say you're a genius, man, and I wish the rest of the world would catch on to what's going on at TimeCube.com because, my friend, you figured it out. It, yeah, it's the most, the most powerful social scientific discovery of humanity. 
I'd love to have you back into the hideout. Would you Would you do that for us? Anytime. Oh, man. Perfect. Let's hear it for Gene Ray. Gene, I thank you very much. Gene Ray, you got a lot of friends because we're not only in Central Florida. We're all over the world with this thing called the Internet that you're on, too. Gene, you are good. Say it with me. I'm thank good. You. Say it, Gene. Say, Gene is good. Gene, say, I am good. I am good. I'm the wisest human. Thank you. You know what? You're like, you're like the Muhammad Ali of time cubes. Well, yeah, but he doesn't know anything about the time cube. He, he's, uh, he's one Why? Because he's black? No, that's not what he said. Oh, Thank okay. you, Gene. Thank well, you, Gene. I don't like his voice right now. <laughs> yeah, he started talking about black guy. He got pissed. Yeah. Wow. Well, that was a hit. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's The Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. George Lucas, you should celebrate, cause I just saw Revenge of the Sith, and it was really great, but then I heard a rumor, you're calling it a night, ain't gonna be no more Star Wars movies, that just can't be right, well I know you're tired, I'm sure you need a break But you can't end the story now There's just too much at stake So I'm gonna help you We'll keep this thing alive I'll pick up right where you left off For Star Wars 3.5 Cause there's another story to tell For the Jedi and the Sith the way I see it, well, it goes something like this. Luke Skywalker, a cute little baby. They put him in his crib, but he levitates out. We hear him crying. His teeth are coming. The dark side trying to get out Luke wants his bottle But he cannot reach it But it looks right to his crib When he puts his arm out A stinky diaper It smells like the dark side And we watch as R2-D2 Tries to clean up the mess Oh, it'll be great I can hardly wait Cause Star Wars 3.5 It's gonna take the cake Dear George Lucas You made a pretty good start But it's not where the story ends So I wrote the next part Playing a fill-in-the-blank game. Here is what you were filling in. For the last 13 years, a Michigan custodian has donated blood every eight weeks. Meanwhile, J-Dub's mom, also a Michigan custodian, has blank every eight weeks. Um, Gomer, the intern who's sitting in with us from the uh, Shannon Burke show, said um, had an abortion. Every eight weeks. Must have uh, missed out on one. Yeah, unfortunately, she let one through. 
Um, I would say has been gang banged every eight weeks. Being generous there. I really think so too. People love to they love to play this game, J Dubs. Phone lines are lit up. Remember, ladies first in the hideout. We'll write down your information to the best one, funniest one. I'm You're, waiting for my mom to call in. You're a winner. Remember that one time we called your mom and she was drunk and she was about to get banged by her new boyfriend? No, I don't. I do. I Dick. remember that. Actually, I think we have tape of that. I'd love to play that at some point. Let's go with Tracy, ladies first. Tracy, fill in the blank. Fill in the blank. Okay, for every eight for each every eight weeks, J Dub's mom has been supplying chunks with her used bra and panties for his stunts. Thank you, Tracy. Supplying for the last uh, 13 years, J-Dub's mom, also a custodian, has been supplying chunks with bra and panties. Let's move on to Frank. Frank, you're in the hideout in Real Radio. All right. That whore's been donating a pint of sperm every eight weeks. <laughs> All right. I like the that whore. <laughs> you're in the lead. Hold on, Frank. Now, is that even possible? Well, I mean, is that stores it somewhere like she's oh, a camel and she has it in her hump. She does have a hump, which is really odd. Okay. Maybe she's like a squirrel on there on each side of her cheek. All right. This, uh, again, fill in the blank. For the last 13 years, a Michigan custodian has donated blood every eight weeks. Meanwhile, J-Dub's mom, also a Michigan custodian, has blank every eight weeks. John, what has she blank? She has a genital herpes outbreak every eight weeks. <laughs> All right. You're in the lead. Hold you on, son John. Son of a bitch, you're coming pretty close to crabs. Which I said everybody has to stay away from. Touchy Just, subject with the family. Keith, what has happened for the last 13 years every eight weeks with J-Dub's mom? Keith? Keith. Yes, J-Dub's mom has had an enema every eight weeks. I would believe that's just true. And I would say it's probably every week. All right, now I'm getting turned on. Please behave over there. What is this, cleanup woman? Yeah. Are you proud of your mom? She's a custodian at a middle school in Fowlerville, Michigan? No, no, it's in elementary school, actually, so. (laughs) I thought she was in secondary school. I'm sorry, I didn't realize. I thought she was uh, screening homemade mullet Joe porn every eight weeks. Ah, that could be it. Homemade mullet Joe porn. With craps. Jason, you're in the hideout. How dare you? What? what? Every eight weeks, she's had her uh, her, uh, genital warts burned off. Okay, you're in the lead. Hold on. Now, these are all alleged, by the way. I don't think we have to worry about my mom suing. You can go ahead and just put them down as fact, as far as I'm concerned. I have to say that I would appreciate genital warts um, on your mom more than the herpes. And the fact that he said burned off, I think that works a little bit better. Filling in the blank in the hideout, trying to give you prizes. She does name them, though. Larry Moe and Curly, right down there. Andy, fill in the blank. Yeah, J-Dub's mom has to douche with chlorine every eight weeks. Oh, come on, that's just true. That's the way they all, that's what they were taught in Fowlerville. That's how they grew up. Matt Albert thought that uh, J-Dub's mom had her neck dyed red every eight weeks. That's <laughs> all natural. It's all natural. <laughs> Send Matt a prize. Oh, I love that kid. Shane, you're in the hideout on Roll Radio. Hey, what's up? You got fill in the blank, brother. Uh, 
She had her hemorrhoids drained every eight weeks. Oh, dude. And you know why? You know what? She does have trouble with hemorrhoids, too. And Shane, you're in the lead. Congratulations. Hold on. Oh, that's a bad visual. And the problem is, you also... Yeah, I have a hemorrhoid problem. And so it's like it runs in the family. Mm-hmm. Oof. Does this hurt you at all, J-Dubs? No, it's not fun. Knowing all this information about your mom? I'm trying to roll with the punches, though. I'm trying to make the best out of a bad situation. Are you talking about your mom raising you? Yes. I, I'm used to it. I'm used to all these bad situations coming straight at me. All right. Penguin says, um, meanwhile, J-Dubs' mom, also a custodian, has taken a shower every eight weeks. Well, at least that that dawns on her every eight weeks. <laughs> because that's the thing. you got to conserve water in Fowlerville. You don't want to drain the Great Lakes. Cleaning that hippo. Ladies first. <laughs> Your mom's not fat. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Susie, Susie, ladies first in the hideout, front of the line. What do you got, Susie? I think that... Um... Every eight weeks, uh, J-Dub's mom has sex with him. Okay, that's just dirt. I don't even live in the same state. doesn't even make sense. You lose. Phone privileges for a month. Can't call in. All right. um, How about every eight weeks, she's brushed her tooth? (laughs) Every eight weeks, she's trimmed her man's mullet? Just throwing out some ideas. That one isn't very far off the truth. All right, line five, I can't even put on the air, Chunks, you idiot. All right, only a couple more of these, because I'm having way too much fun, and I could do this for four hours. I could fill in in the blanks, because there was a Michigan custodian who gave blood every eight weeks. They gave him, like, this whole plaque, and they were very proud of him, like, you know, the Red Cross or whatever. So here's the uh, the blank you're filling in. In years, a Michigan custodian has donated blood every eight weeks. Meanwhile, J-Dub's mom, also a Michigan custodian, has blank every eight weeks. Right now, Shane is in the lead with had her hemorrhoids lanced. By the way, make Drained, sh- I thought you said. Oh, yeah, that's that's right, drained. I'm sorry. Freddie, you're in the hideout. Hey, uh, every eight weeks, I think she probably gets a massive labia reduction. <laughs> You're, you're a winner. That's it. Game's over. Hey, everybody, you did an amazing job. Shane, I'm sorry he beat you out. Freddie, on line two, picked up a three-day pass to go to the Florida Music Festival in downtown Orlando. Starts tomorrow. Freddie's going to be able to pick up his tickets at the Marriott in downtown Orlando. Shut up, Tubbs. Shut up, Tubbs. I miss your mom. You don't even know her. You've never met her, and you constantly have to make fun of her. All she is is a cleanup woman. Let her live. I got another one. All right, so uh, meanwhile, J-Dub's mom, every eight weeks, puts down another payment on her I Love Skinner tattoo. We'll take a break and we'll come back. That was way too much fun. It's completely off. It's a Jethro Tall tattoo. So it's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Hey, it's 
double party party sex 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 and don't forget the violence blah 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 got your lovey dovey set alone just take your stupid slogan and everybody sing along double double bitch bitch double rebel party party sex 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 and don't forget the violence blah 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 got your lovey dovey set alone just take your stupid slogan and
Not interested. I don't. Aye, 5,000.